episode of M4G Radio is sponsored by Geek Fuel, the monthly mystery box full of various items, including toys, games, and an exclusive t-shirt. Sign up today using our affiliate link at geekfuel.com slash ztgd. Jesus Christ, you people suck. Wow. It's time for another episode of M4G Radio, and I'm already going to have to edit it. Because there was a big old bump at the beginning when I hit record. That's okay. Editing at the beginning is fine. This is episode 427. 427. April 25th, 2016. And, yeah, for the first time, me leaving town is not going to require no shows. Look at that. I'll be here before, and I'll be here after. When are you getting back, Saturday? Friday morning. Oh, Friday, okay. Got the red eye going out Thursday night. You're going to be feeling good. I'm going to be sleeping all day Friday is what I'm going to be doing. Yeah. As soon as I get home, I'm shutting the bedroom doors and passing the fuck out. Good luck. Uh, but with us this week, we have Drew. Hey. And we have Jay. Buongiorno. That's right. Fucking... Texts at 11.30. I'm not making the show. Motherfuckers. <laughs> was that all of them? Uh, Jason was before I woke up. Uh, Ryan hasn't texted me. I text him every Sunday like, hey, because he just bought a house. Uh, yeah. And they're moving in and doing all the work. And finally he told me today, he's like, I won't be back till the 9th. I'm like, okay. Okay. Now I know. <laughs> at least we have a schedule. Yes. And then John canceled at 11.46, I think. Typical of the Brits. Yeah. Slimy fuckers. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Video games. Yeah. Those are things you play. Sometimes. Normally enjoyable. I don't know. I think people watch them just as much as they play them nowadays, right? This is very true. It's kind of weird. And, and what's funny it's is they, they judge them. From watching them, mm-hmm. um, we're talking like let's plays, or we're talking like like trailers and stuff. Oh, please, everything's uh, hell. Half the trailers are let's plays anymore, right? Mm. Here's it's 15 cool. minutes of this game. It seems like it, but then trailers lie, man. Of course, trailers lie. <laughs> Just wait till the Neo hit. Oh, we're gonna talk about the Neo today. Oh yes, we will. Oh boy, I don't want to talk. About we're gonna it. talk about the Neo, Drew. Mm. That story broke, and the internet broke with it. It is not the one. It's coming. Oh, we got the obligatory Matrix joke out of the way. So that's well, 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 look at it. Their their <laughs> VR was was codenamed Morpheus. Morpheus. Their yeah. their new PlayStation code. So their new Vita is codenamed Trinity, right? I don't think Sony's ever going to make another handheld. <laughs> so what's Trinity? 
Um, Probably so, the uh, PS five K. Five, yeah. Five K. What what yeah. what what piece of shit thing are they gonna do that they're gonna name after those two crazy looking twins in the second movie? What were their <laughs> names? I don't remember. I I you know who they look like? They look like that um, that Jedi from Star Wars with the, the the green dude with the green dreadlocks, Kit Fisto. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. look. They remind me of that dude. Mm-hmm. They look like Mass Effect characters. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Those those second two movies were real bad. Uh, the second one was okay. The third one was just fucking boring. Oh god! If I have to hear the Frenchman talk one more time. Oh, I got confused as shit. He's just like, let's let's just let's just make up a bunch of shit that don't make no sense. Yeah. Oh man, it sucks because that first movie was so good. Oh, it was man. Really cool. it blew my mind. Yeah. I saw that in theaters. Yeah, I know it was such a shock. I'm like, oh my god, this movie's so good. Mm-hmm. Then they went and they went and soiled its name. Anyway, Drew. Yes. What are you playing? You playing anything fun? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, um, maybe. I'm playing a lot of Kings of Amalur. Oh, yeah. Um, the Reckoning. The Reckoning. Speaking of Kurt Schilling. Oh, jeez. He got fired from ESPN. I was going to say, when is, it, when is the last time it's been relevant to say, speaking of Kurt Schilling? When Kings He's of like Amalur Reckoning came player, out. Right? He he was a baseball player. Yeah, he was a pitcher. Who do you play for? I don't remember. Uh, Red Sox. Red Sox. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm playing that. Um, there's some issues with that game. Looking back at it now, but I still think it's a, a very very good combat system. I like that combat system a lot. That was the best thing about that game, and and the world, even though it was extremely barren. Yeah. You could tell that game was built from the ground up to be an MMO, and then at like probably the halfway point, they were like, "Okay, we need to make this a single player game." <laughs> and that, whew, man, that you can tell. <laughs> yeah, I would play that game again. Like if you mainline the story, it's only about fifteen to twenty hours. It's not that long at all. Yeah. Cause I'm half, I'm way past halfway through it, and I'm only eleven hours in. Yeah, it's about fifteen twenty hours if you mainline the story. I mean, I've done a little bit of the faction quest stuff, not much. Um, and I, I touched on a few um, side quests, but not many. And uh, but yeah, that game's that game's still pretty good. It holds up, I think. I, I really like the art style; it's very colorful, but still, at the same time, very violent, very mature, very bloody. Um, and uh, I don't know; it, it's an interesting concept. It was like if World of Warcraft was like mature rated. It seemed like that would be the the best way to look at it. Um. But I'm playing that. Um, Did you get into any of the betas? I, I I got into every one of them. It seems like, but I didn't play any of them. Really? So you got into Mirror's Edge and yeah. Gears? Uh, yeah, I got into Gears because you know I was I played Ultimate Edition. You didn't even bother. I didn't even bother. I like I, that's the last thing that's on my mind is Gears Four <laughs> multiplayer. <laughs> I, might I suggest you play the Mirror's Edge beta? I didn't like the first Mirror's Edge. I didn't Edge. either. You like? Did you? Well, I guess we'll get to it when you talk about it. Again, I, but, I, is yeah. there an embargo or like an NDA on that thing? I don't think so. It's an open beta, right? No, it's closed. Well, I mean, there's codes going everywhere. I know. There's codes going everywhere for it, but I'm like, I read the email that they sent me, and there's nothing in there, but like some people like seem to act like there's some kind of NDA on it. Probably, probably not. Usually, not for closed betas that go out to like the public and stuff too. Yeah, 
Hmm. I don't know. I, I I just suggest you boot it up. What uh, what system did they put that out for? It's not for everything, right? PS4, I, Xbox One, and I, PC. I had a I had a PS4 code. Yeah, I've got an Xbox One code. I'm assuming there's PC codes. I'm oh. sure there is probably. Oh. It's EA, so. It's EA because oh, it's, it's in the game. It's in the game. Is that going to be an Origin exclusive, or is that going to be on Steam as well? That's every EA game is Origin exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've never, I've never played a game on Origin. I've never even installed the installer. I really? I had to because I had to review Crisis Three. Oh, that's right. On PC, and Did you, I had to do it through Origin. Could your PC run Crisis? Back in the day when Crisis Three came out, yes, mine could play <laughs> on Ultra settings, and it was fucking beautiful. Ah, uh, Cry yeah. Engine. Crisis Three was actually a really damn good looking game. It it's is. A, it's amazing. I actually looted it up that like two days ago because I installed it along with this new computer to see what mm-hmm. the new Crytek engine does. And man, everything on Ultra looks gorgeous. Yeah, it, it looks fantastic. I mean, I, I prefer Crisis 2 over 3 just as far as like the game itself goes, mm-hmm. but 3 is beautiful. It really is. Which is amazing because that game that just came out, the one that the internet is talking about, the Lichdom Battle Mage, uh-huh. is built on CryEngine 3. Wow. And apparently it is awful on the consoles. <laughs> Wait, I thought I thought they canceled that game. No, no, that oh, game came, came out, out on PC in 2014. Uh and then they oh. just pushed it out on Xbox One and PS4 last week. Yeah. And the frame rate in that game is bad. Even even the menus yeah. are bad. <laughs> it's bad. Like As- we're we're talking like 12 frames a second. That's not playable at all, then. Yep. No. I mean, and we're not even talking about during intense sequences. The game barely ever breaks 20. Yeah, maybe should have kept that one PC exclusive. Here, here's the funny thing. We requested a review copy before all of this got out, and I got an email the day after the game came out saying, we're not distributing review copies until <laughs> after the patch goes out. Wow. I was like, Damn! <laughs> I don't I don't understand developers when it comes to that kind of stuff because they they just do like irreparable damage to their own game when they put it out that way. Yep. And they understand it because you can see their kind of stance on the game itself way wh- how they're, you know, withholding the review codes from um outlets and stuff like that. So they know that it's going to be received terribly, but they put it out there anyway before the supposed patch that's going to make it better. Where's the logic in that? It, it makes no sense too, because from what I hear, the PC version it's actually not a bad game. Like you had a chance to catch some of these console players with a with a halfway decent, somewhat original game, and you put out this garb, and you knew it was garbage. You knew that thing ran like shit before you released it. Yeah. You know, looking at that, you know what I want? I want a new Heretic game. I do too. Which, I would totally play a new Heretic game. Does anybody remember the Techland game that was announced? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was announced like three years ago. Yeah, it was like Hell something. It was something Hell. It was like a medieval first person. Yeah, hack that game. Slash. That game ended up being like one of the ID and Xbox exclusives, and they were like promoting it, and they're like, "Hey, it's coming out," and then nothing. Yeah. I don't know whatever happened to that. But, like, I wanted to play that game so bad. Because that was before we had even heard of Dying Light. It was like, oh, they're still working on Dead Island 2. 
<laughs> and then, then oh, they're also doing this medieval game, and oh no, they're doing Dying Light. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this company? Did they officially cancel it or just kind of disappeared? Uh, I'm looking at it. It's called Hell Raid. Hell okay. Raid. That was the name of the game. Um, I'm on the official website. Uh, there's, there's nothing about canceling it, but then that's neither here nor there. So this website's probably not been updated in God knows how long. And it's got a Steam page. Hmm. Let's see what's on the Steam page. It says, coming soon. Okay. <laughs> That's all it says. Nice. <laughs> wow. They've been saying that since what, then? Since Dying Light, so like 2014? Yeah, it's weird, man, because that game looked... That game looked straight up what we're talking about. It looked like a, it looked a like modern... A yeah, yeah, modern Hexen or a Heretic, yeah. Yeah. That's oh, depressing. Speaking of those old classic games, aren't they making a sequel to that Shadow Warrior game? Yeah, Shadow Warrior 2 was be out uh, this year, I think. Nice. Yeah. The, f- the first one was really fun, actually. It was. It was It was a little too long. Mm-hmm. Like, for a first-person shooter, it was like, I don't know, like 15, 20 hours? Yeah. Ooh. And it, and it kind of wore out its welcome after a while, but man, it's really good. Got to You're going to be able to make all those Wang jokes again, Ken. I, I know. I love that. I love the Wang. <laughs> I, I love the original Shadow Warrior. Like I played, they they remastered it on PC. The original uh, one built off the Duke Nukem engine, and like I love that game. But like, man, yeah, that game wouldn't fly in today's society. No, definitely not. Ooh. I never, I never played it back then. Oh man, they're so that that game was so quotable. Like back when me and my friends used to, you know, because when Doom got popular, we all wanted to play the new first person shooter. Yeah. So we played stuff like Blood and and uh, Rise of the Triad and and of course Shadow Warrior. And Shadow Warrior is probably the most offensive game, like politically correct wise, that I've ever heard. Um, yeah. They did keep some of it in, like the stupid little anime girls. Um, there there are hidden areas in the new one that have those old two D sprites in it. I mean, it doesn't really have any nudity, actually. No, no, no. Yeah. It's just the stuff he says and the fact yeah, that he's yeah. using the stereotypical Asian voice, which is probably a white guy doing his voice, you know? Uh, yeah. But if you have not played the new one, I highly suggest you can get it for like 10 bucks right now or cheaper. Yeah. And it, and it intro the intro starts off with The Touch by Stan Bush, so you need to, you need to play that. <laughs> but, um... Shit, I can't remember what I was playing. You, you uh, talked about Amalur. Yeah. Uh, can I finally talk about the Sega 3D collection? Yes, review embargoes dropped on Friday. Okay. I played the Sega 3D collection. <laughs> um, He's been waiting weeks for this. I, not really. I mean, it's you've played these games before. <laughs> it's just in a big collection now. How many is in there? Uh, seven? Seven? Eight? Seven? I can't remember. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't really call that big collection, though, as far as collections games go. Well, they're charging thirty bucks for this. Uh, is there a 3DS game that is not thirty bucks? Uh, this that's is worth true. a damn anyway. This is very true. I'm going to boot up the Sega 3D Classic Collection here, and I'm going to I'm going to name those Sega. games to you. Sega, Sega. You know, I played Sega. I played a really weird Sega game that I had never played this week. Oh really? I played Sonic the Fighters. Sonic the Fighters? Yeah, it was a Sonic fighting game. Okay. What, what platform was this? Uh, I played it on 360 because it was one of those. You remember when Sega dropped all those um, 
I want to say Saturn games, like Fighting Vipers, and um, I think there was a couple other ones. But this was in that mix. And it just went backwards compatible, so I booted it up. Uh, and I'd never played it, like, ever. It's not terrible. Mm. I mean, it's a Sonic fighting game, so don't expect some fucking hardcore tournament shit or anything, but... So, I will mention, I only know of four of these games. Three of these games, actually. Do you have to unlock them? No, no. I, no, I only know of them. Oh, oh, you don't know the other games. So, I got a game called Power Drift, which is a racing game. Yeah, I remember Power Drift. Uh, Puyo Puyo 2. Hell yeah, Puyo Puyo is awesome. Uh, yeah, that's actually the one I played the most of. Uh, Puyo Puyo is the shit, dude. Um, and Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, yeah, obviously. Uh, we got Galaxy Force 2. Okay. Um, let's see here. That is Helicopter Combat Thunderblade. Oh, Thunderblade. Um, Fantasy Zone 2. Okay. And another game that I played a decent amount of, which was The Wise from Your Grave, Altered Beast. Oh, jeez. Did nice. you really just say Wise from Your Grave? Wise from Your Grave. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven games. Remind me of the dude from The Big Bang Theory. Who? What's his name? Oh, God. They're always fighting with him. But he has that, that, that lisp kind of... Oh, yeah. Hey, I've seen oh. a couple episodes of that. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also another one in the extras, which is Maze Waller. How do you do that collection without a Streets of Rage? Or Maze Walker. It may be Maze Walker. Like, no, no Streets of Rage, no RPGs like Shining Force or Fantasy Star. Yeah, Fantasy, Fantasy yeah, Star. Yeah, I was, waiting, I, was, I, was, I was wondering, I was like, man, is it going to be a Fantasy Star in this game? You know, the best Sega collection is still that fucking Sonic's Ultimate collection that was on PS3 and 360. Yeah, yeah that thing's yeah. amazing. Yeah, that thing, I still, games in it. I still want to play that fucking thing. It's so good. So, they yeah. even put things like save states and like, yeah. was it? Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. Sega is about the biggest whore when it comes to relaunching their old games outside of Nintendo, but man, that collection, that was worth it. Yeah, that's the yeah. one to have as far yeah. as collections go. And I think that thing came out for like 30 or 40 bucks. It was like a super steal. Yep, yeah. 30 bucks new. Yeah, I still got mine. Such a great game. But yeah, that's, um, that, I mean, it's it, it has full 3D support. Does um, it run like and, shit in 3D? No, because they're older games. That's true. Um, it, it, it's fine, you know. It, it, but the thing is, they've already released most of these games piecemeal. Yeah, that was the other thing that was weird about this collection is like some of them have come out as just standalone games before this. Yeah, and they were what like seven, eight bucks a pop. Well, that's that's Nintendo for you. Well, yeah. But yeah, uh, there's a whole collection there. Um, it's in a nice little package, and you know, I mean. It, it has a lot of ease of use stuff. You know, when you're playing a game, you know, you, you want to just go back to the main menu without having to close the game out. Just go back to the main menu and you can choose another game from there and stuff like that. So uh, The new fancy phrase you're looking for is quality of life. Quality of life. That's that's what the new, that's what the fancy kids call it now when, when there's like a good design in a game. Mm-hmm. It's a quality of life improvement. I call it ease of use. <laughs> no, quality of life, Drew. Let's get Q-O-L. with... Q-O-L. Come on, yeah. get, get with the times. Let's uh, okay. let's step it up to the new coolness. Okay. Then I will I will talk about that. That that's that. I mean, there's nothing really to say. Have you played Sonic the Hedgehog before? Um, I have yet to meet a person who hasn't. Mm-hmm. 
That's the guy oh. with the the plumber, and he jumps over things, right? Yeah, the Goombas yeah, and yeah. stuff. Yeah, big, I played that one. Yeah, big yeah. red shoes mm-hmm. uh, collects rings. Yeah, mushrooms mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 classic games. Pretty much, it's okay. You you know if you want it or not, really. Yeah, I me personally, I would not spend thirty dollars on it. Well, how many times have you played most of these games? I mean, that's that's the thing. I booted this thing up and played each game. It took me about an hour, and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm the end. Uh, I'm not saying you should do this, but there is always an option of a thing called the emulator. Uh, and you can basically put in all the classic games ever created by mankind into one of your mobile devices and play it on that. That that's that's pretty simple. Well, I mean, especially if you own the game, you know, in another media, then it's kind of guilt free, honestly. If you yeah. if you want to be a savage and play it on an Android or or an iPhone, well, you no. need a controller adapter, you know. No, you just need a PC. Or or what you could do is if you have an old DS, you can get this little thing called an R four. Hey, that was fun. Uh, no, that's uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's talking about. No, I don't know what that is either. Myself. I think you're digging a hole at this point, Drew. Maybe you should I, stop. I, I don't know what those are, but I think I have one laying around here somewhere. You know, when I was younger, that shit might have appealed to me, like the the fact that you could have all of your classic games in one spot. But I don't have time to play the shit that I that I that I legitimately own. Let alone stuff you don't. It's, it's let alone stuff that I don't have time to play. You know, like I could build a collection of like thousands of games doing that stupid stuff, but why? Yeah. Like, goddamn, I've got so many fucking games. I don't have time to play them now. There's a lot of hoarders out there, man. It's, you can literally download all every single Super Nintendo game ever created in every language with the click of one button. And just have it all at yeah. the same time. It's so easy to have. And, and so, then yeah, you sit there and you flip through the list while you're deciding on something to play, and you spend more time flipping through the list than you do actually playing said game. Ah, yeah. that's like me and Netflix. I just look and see what the god never really watch anything. Oh hell no, I don't do that. But um, yeah, I played that. Uh, the I, I, I can I talk about the pinball tables or no? Yeah, it's out. The alien okay. pinball yeah. table. Yeah. There's three of them in all. Um, there's Alien versus Predator. There's Aliens, and then there's Alien Isolation. Yeah, that's the other one. That thing's on sale on the Flash sale if you have if you don't own it. On the the, the, the Alien tables? No, the Alien Isolation. Oh, the, the that game for PlayStation okay. Four. You can get the game and all of its expansions and DLCs for like fourteen seventy nine. Um, it's a hell of a deal. Yeah, uh, but these um these three pinball tables are are pretty damn solid. I have to get it's Zen. Zen pinball. I mean, yeah, they they it's it's really hard to find a bad table. There are tables that are not for me, but these are actually really well done tables. Um, the uh, God was it the the Alien versus Predator one is a little annoying because I think they got like two voice actors to record maybe three lines of dialogue and they just repeats over and over and over and over again. Um, the, the aliens one is actually using like sound clips from the movie itself. And it's using like the old school, like uh, music and stuff like that. So it's, it's really authentic and, and, and really when, cool. When you, when you lose, they say game over, man. Game over. <laughs> it, it, it does say that. Yes. Nice. Like it doesn't have like a real like muffled, like, 8-bit voice or something coming out of the machine? 
No, no, it's 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 him. Um, who, who, what was his name? Talk about Bill Paxton. Was it Bill Paxton that said that? Yeah, yeah in, in Aliens. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's actually uh, that clip of him saying that. So, um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's really cool because you know they have like the, the you know it, they always have the aesthetic of of everything in the theme. Um, and, uh, one of the coolest things is when you get like a, it's not a multi-ball, but it's a mission where you're actually playing as the predator and it goes into like the heat seeking mode. And so you have to like, the ball is lit up and you have to find other things on the table and hit it with the ball. That's kind of neat. It's, it's actually really cool how they do that. Um, and then, and there's one in the aliens, um, table where you're basically trying to find the aliens and you get, you know, you had the little, the sensor and it makes that sound, the classic sensor sound. Mm-hmm. And that's actually really cool. So, I mean, they did a real good job with them. Um, once again, I got to rack my brain trying to figure out how to fucking write a review over pinball tables. How, how much uh, do these pinball tables cost individually? Uh, I think two ninety nine, two ninety nine per so. table. But if you buy them in a, the pack, it's five ninety nine. Yeah, you get you get one on basically free. I yeah. think, um, and those three come in that pack. I, I think that's a well done pack. I think everybody should if you if you're into Zen pinball, pick those tables up. Those are those are fine tables to add to your collection. Um, but they, they you know like like I said, I, I've got my favorite table from them, and I have yet to find one that that tops it. Which is your favorite? Uh, Wild West Rampage. Is the name of it? Is that it came, based on something? No, it's it's their own property. Um, it, it came in the uh, s- something in steel, steel pack. Yeah, this is the, I can't remember the oh. so, steam and steel pack or something like that. But it was two tables. It was steam and steel. It was uh, the the Wild West Rampage and um, Castle Storm, which is another game that they produced. But they made a Castle Storm table. Iron Cast- and steel. Iron and steel. There you go. Uh, the Castle Storm table was I'm not that big of a fan of. It's okay, but but for that pack alone, getting Wild West Rampage is the best. That's the best table they've ever made. What about um, Red Steel? You remember Red Steel? I do remember Red Steel. Um, didn't work half the time. Oh, Red Steel. Red Steel Two kind of did because he had to have the Wii Motion Plus. Yeah, yeah, such a cool idea. Yeah, not a good game. Nope. Nope, not at all. But I played those tables. Um, I played some Heroes of the Storm. You didn't get to play as Tracer, though, because you didn't pre-order Overwatch. This is very true. You have to pre-order the Origins version of yes. uh, Overwatch. Special well. edition. Special. Yeah. Special. Um, and uh, I, I have yet to run into a Tracer online. I've uh, I played with one before. She seems yeah. really good. Apparently, she can attack while moving. Yeah, she's a very is... mobile character. Yeah, so that's 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 a little. Probably, well, my guess is she probably wouldn't do a lot of damage. No, no, no. Uh, they uh, they'd be too overpowered if she did regular damage. But the thing that she does is that she has a lot of abilities to kind of warp around and even retrace her staff so that all the damage she, she took. In that in that previous duration actually doesn't count. That's so, crazy. Yeah, it's well, it's it's a part of her ultimate and stuff like that. But it's it makes her probably the the most slippery character in all of the game, like the entire roster. It's it's amazing. Sounds yeah. like it's right up your alley, then, Jay. 
Yeah, I can play whatever, yeah. <laughs> He's a savant at whatever. You know that. You know that. Uh, Drew, Drew is the true savant. He's beaten Dark Souls, y'all. He has I, Dark I have Souls. beaten Dark Souls. It's true. Hey, I um, beat Ninja God in Black. What? Bring it. Oh, I, I, I beat Ninja God in Black. Yeah, that game. Yeah. That game, man. That game's pretty that hard. Game, yeah, that game will fuck around. Yeah. That first boss. Dude, first boss. Tucks, yeah. Shit. Let's not talk about the first. Let's talk about well, the big dinosaur boss in the, in the, in the lava cave. I mean, fuck that thing. Yeah. I remember the one on the fucking, um, on the blimp. On the airship. Oh, god damn. Oh, my god. I hated that boss so bad. Oh, I hated every boss in that game. The the, the, the the dinosaur one sticks out to me because I had saved with, like, one-third of my health, and the route <laughs> to the boss had no health pickups. And I had to memorize his pattern to the point where I could beat him with that little bit of health. Mm. I fucking did it, though. That was back when I didn't have a life. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I did play some uh, Heroes of the Storm. Tried out a few characters because uh, one of my uh, one of my quests was play as StarCraft characters, and uh, I had never played with any of them before. In fact, I kind of stick to the the two main characters that I play as. But yeah, I kind of branched out a little bit. Had some fun. It's, it's, that's a fantastic game. I'll get back into it when I have time, which is never... Well, when you do, let me know. I like that game. It's a fun it, game. It's a fun game. That's a, that's a, that's a great MOBA. Um, I think that's it. I don't think there's anything else. I, I want to jump into Ratchet. Um, yeah, you do. I, I just haven't I haven't had time. Dude, I've been working constantly, and I was on a wedding yesterday, and I just haven't had time to do anything. Stop! Stop! Stop letting life get in the way of video games. Okay? I know, All right? Get your priorities straight, bro. Oh no shit! I need to. All right. Well, let's talk to Jay. See what he's been playing. I know one game he's been playing because we played it together. Uh, I've been playing all of the games, Ken. All of the yeah, you've got like them. five reviews right now, right? Don't you? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I finished one today, but I still have four to go. So <laughs> I'm going to be a busy bee for a long, long time to come. Um, man, where do I even start? Let's start with the game they just mentioned, though. We played Melty Blood. Melty Blood. Is it Actress again? Oh, you're gonna ask code? me the subtitle of this game? I don't know, man. You have a good memory, man. Uh, you know. Hold on. I, I was looking at my email. Melty Blood, Actress again, current code. Hey, I remember. Great. Yeah. yeah, that's... This is like a game from, like, the early 2000s. And it finally came out in the States on Steam. <laughs> Last it's, week, it's anime as fuck, y'all. Yeah, I played. I played as a maid. Yeah, who has hidden weapons, and she has infinite amount of chairs she could bust your head over with. And like a tag team with her sister, who happens to be a robot maid, <laughs> and she shoots rockets from her fists, oh, yeah. and it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, who made probably this the game? most anime game? Uh, French bread made this game. I who? French Bread's made a lot of fighting games. Uh, they recently that. made uh, Under Night in in something. Uh, Uniel is what we call it. Uh, but Under Night in Birth <laughs> L or something. Dude, uh, where did they come up with these freaking titles anyway? Uh, you're, you're, at, you're, at, you're barking up the wrong tree on asking us that. But anyway, we played that. Uh, that game's fun. It's actually deceptively deep as far as the mechanics go. You have these like stances you can choose. Between full crescent and half, 
they actually change up your moves and like the various like mechanics that you have access to. And so all all kinds of crazy. And it has crazy characters. Like I, I was playing that cat character. Yeah. And she just shoots lasers out of her eyes and she's so small they can't combo her at all. Yep. And it I feels like a broken character. A dropping combos and then when he started the laser eye shit, like it goes at an angle that makes it almost impossible to jump over. <laughs> It covers up like eighty percent of the screen. Oh my god! So this damage too. The other game that you might know, Drew, that they made was uh, Dengenki Bunko Fighting Climax. Nope. You heard of that game? No. Drew ain't into the anime ass games. I mean, uh, it's, it's it, yeah. Uh, who who made Battle Fantasia? Uh, Arc System Works. Did yeah. they make that? Okay. Yep. Yeah, the Guilty Gear folks made that one. Yeah. I, I did. I did play a little bit of that. The game um, was okay. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't anything special in my book, uh, yeah. especially considering Arxis' pedigree. But the Melty Blood's cool, man, and this is like the only way you're gonna you've been able to play this game actually legally. You know, yeah, unless having, you like, unless you import it. like a PS2 copy or something. Uh, yeah, you could you could have imported it, I suppose, but we're talking like in English and everything. So, yeah, yeah, yeah and just, I do like the fact that the Steam version has like the moves on the side of the screen. Yeah. it's... Given that we were just basically playing random characters and didn't know what was going on, that was actually a really nice touch. Yep. They should do that for all the 4x3 games, actually. Is it a 6-button or a 4-button? 3. Yeah, 3 and then the special attack, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like Persona, Uh, almost. um, Yeah, something similar to that. But it's it's, it's neat. I like it. I have the review already. Um, Let's see. And I played a, a lot of Dark Souls 3 and I beat it. In, in one week, which is always fun. Um, Jesus Christ! <laughs> you 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 just you just totally just killed Drew Savantness. There goes my record. <laughs> I beat Dark Souls one and two. That, that was it, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just just the first one. You've never beat the other ones, right? Uh, no. I I I did get to the final boss in Demon Souls, but I never beat him. <laughs> the really the final boss is not that bad. If you got there, you had the skills to beat them, is all I would say. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, I just, I, like, other things came out, and mm-hmm. I was like, ah, fuck this. I'm, I'm, you know, I'll come back to it later, and I never did. I was going to say, you never, you never made good on your promise. I still have, I still have my save, though. Really? If you go back there now, though, with, you, you've lost all your timing, and you don't, yeah, you don't know the, you don't know, like, the, the patterns of the boss anymore. You're going to, I, me- gonna I remember you had to parry that boss. You don't have to, but it helps. Yeah, and like I never can get parrying down. That's like impossible for me. <laughs> um, timing's weird for parrying in the Souls games. It's it's different depending on the shield that you're using a lot of times too, mm-hmm. and the, the attacking animation of the enemies are just so vastly different. It's hard to get the timing down. But uh, yeah, Dark Souls three, uh, great game. This is this is what I wanted Dark Souls two to be. This is the evolution of the Soul series as as it needed to be. And it also still takes a lot of the a lot of the good parts from the the parts that were in Dark Souls Two, with how some of the boss encounters work and everything. Uh, there's memorable bosses, areas, tons of secrets. The exploration is great. Um, the PvP and Covenant has been kind of uh, refined, so it's easier to access as well. So you don't have to be you don't have to look at a fact in order to see how you enter one Covenant and or how it, see how it works and stuff like that. You can just do it and just learn from the actual game itself. Uh, the challenge is about right. I think it's a little bit easier than the other Souls games, slightly, um, but it's still it's still very challenging and satisfying, which is good enough for me. Isn't there a big giant tree boss that you have to slap his nuts? 
Yeah, he has he has nuts that you literally explode for massive damage. He sits on his on his taint. Uh, and, yeah, and you slap him in the nuts. So, yes. what, what kind of a build did you go with, Jay? I I always go with, with a with a mixed build between Dex and Strength. I specialize in Strength, but I always get enough Dex in order to wield a good bow. And mm-hmm. I always do a mixture because I can't. There are so many areas and situations where you need a good bow to kind of like pick away enemies from afar. And uh, if you only go with a melee attack, you're gonna be suffering uh, in in the Souls games. So you need you need at least a bit. But I didn't use any magic at all. I was say, why not just go for the pyromancer, man? Uh, no, no, you have access to pyromancy anyway. It's well, what I'm saying, why not? Why not throw it's, that into the mix? It's it's weak. Uh, it's weak compared to the bow, and also the bow has basically like infinite range. So, like where your pyromancy kind of uh, relies on you locking onto the enemy, which is kind of in like that mid range. The bow can be used from like super afar. Yeah. Where it can get you can get the beat on your opponent. <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like the shotguns in Rainbow Six when they were like sniper, sniper shotguns. Oh. <laughs> Instant death. <laughs> yeah, like headshot from a sniper shotgun from across the room. I'm like, that, no, a load of crap. <laughs> I've, I've had that happen in Counter Strike where some guy jumps and uses a pump shotty from like half a map away and it headshots me and I die and I'm like, ah, okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Did you uh, like? I, Going back to bows, like when I was looking at uh, Dark Souls to begin with, was it was it Dark Souls? I can't remember which one it was. Um, the Man Eaters. Um, this Demon Souls. Uh, they'll chew you up. Yeah, they will chew you up. Um, but uh, there was a there was a trick where you could before you go through the uh, fog gate, you could actually kill one of the Man Eaters mm-hmm. by shooting a bow through the fog yeah, gate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's I don't I haven't encountered anything like that in this game, but they made every single build. A lot more viable. I wouldn't say compatible, uh, comparable to like the melee specs, because as far as like DPS goes, the melee specs are I think the best still, outside of maybe like the really super heavy focus spell. Uh, but you know, that's that's based on your mana. But uh, regardless, so you have these builds like you can actually just use a bow, an arrow, and beat the whole game. Uh, you couldn't you couldn't do that in Dark Souls or Demon Souls. Now you have these like arts moves where you can actually dodge and quick roll, and then you can like unload three quick shots on the lockdown enemy, and all sorts of crazy stuff, which is uh, which is good. I I like I like the game a lot. I think they definitely pushed the push the series forward in the right direction. So I'm I'm excited to see where FromSoft goes from here. They said this is the end of the Soul series, right? Yeah, but that's just the end of the Soul series. Yeah, yeah. It's it's Probably. called Battleborn Two, Drew. Okay, you mean Bloodborne too? Whatever. <laughs> All this shit rolls together. This, you, you know what's going to happen? Microsoft's going <laughs> to they're going to bring Randy Pitchford in. <laughs> Microsoft's going to go after him and be like, "All right, now we want you to make an exclusive Soul style game for us." And then there'll be there'll be Bloodborne two on the PlayStation Neo, and there'll be whatever fucking you die game on the Xbox One. <laughs> You die, you die game. They'll, they'll split them up again because if Souls is over, then they need another game to 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 comp, you know, compensate. I kind I kind of want a new Armored Core game, man. Nah, From <laughs> is like nah, nah. Armored Core. The last Armored Core they put out was what for answer. For answer. Yeah, that one was like yeah, that probably sold like twelve copies. That was a good game. I actually played that. No, From yeah. Software has always made quality game. I mean, Adventures of Cookies and Cream, best fucking game ever. But you know. I'm just saying. Did they make that really shitty um the connect the 
God, what was it called? Steel Battalion? Steel Battalion? No, that's no. that was Capcom. Was it Capcom right there? Yeah. Capcom owns the license to Steel Battalion, not from software. I thought they did. No. But uh, all we know now that based on how many copies, like... Also, Namco Bandai, goddamn, I... As much as I like the, a lot of the games that they develop and publish, boy, do they screw up on the publishing front all the time. <laughs> this is constantly. And the, the staggered release really hurt this game uh, as far as like the franchise goes with how they split up the, the fan base and putting out the spoilers out everywhere. It's terrible, man. I, I really hope, like, when Atlas handled, uh, like, Demon Souls, not, nothing happened. And who handled Dark Souls 1? Dark Souls, 1? Dark Souls uh, has Nam- always been Namco. Namco, yeah. That one was handled fine, so I don't know. I don't know what happened with Dark. Well, Souls I, I don't think Namco knew what they had at the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess I guess they do now. But like, they do good marketing and advertisement, but they they handled the release like really poorly. But that's that's besides the point. That's kind of outside of the scope of the game itself, which is fantastic. And uh, I'm looking forward to what they do next. But moving on, because Jesus Christ, it's going to be a solo show. Uh, I played the Over Overwatch stress beta. It's still amazing. Still great. Uh, it's day one purchase for me. Or a review, or what, whichever comes first. Uh, I have like a, I have like a list of people that that are also going to be playing. We're going to have a great time. Uh, I, I you, am, I am contemplating getting it on PC. You should, Drew. You really should. Because uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe if my PC can run it. <laughs> this is like to me. This is the second coming of like multiplayer shooters to me. Like I haven't been interested in. I play like Battlefront. I play the Call of Duty. I play Battlefield. I play all that. Bores me. Bores me to tears. All of those games. And I played Overwatch and I was like, all the dynamics and little things that they've added uh, in, in, the, uh, in accordance to like the team multiplayer game aspect of it, it's just so good and so much fun. You feel like you're really contributing to everything that your team is doing regardless of the of the position that you're playing. And it, the characters are great. Uh, and the netcode is very good too. So, so I, have a, I have a question about that game. Here. Is it going to have bots? Uh, the bots that you can play against, based on if you don't have like player support. Yeah, against, like say say like for somebody like me who does like for example, I jumped into the Gears beta this weekend. Mm-hmm. I got fucking bodied. Yeah, because I don't play those games, so like it it's hard for me to enjoy them because I don't have the time to investigate good at them anymore. And one thing I've always respected about Blizzard games is they've always given you bots to play against if there's nobody else to play with. Hmm. So I'm kind of curious if this game has like a not not a single player mode because it's a multiplayer shooter. I get it, right? But I like I used to play StarCraft and just throw bots in and just play, you know, just like Unreal Tournament and just have bots. You yeah, know? yeah, because I, I I suck. I know I'm not good, and yeah. it's not fun if I'm constantly just dying and and you know, and I'm only playing let's say two or three hours a week, right? You know, so. If it has bots, I'm more inclined to to pick it up. Yeah, I I wish I could answer you, but that's not a question that I ever ask. I don't know, yeah. but it seems like, as you said, Blizzard does have a good history of basically adding bots to every game that they've ever released. Yeah, so I would I would imagine so, but I can't I can't confirm it right now. Okay, I, I, I really up. hope it does because I know yeah. Gears of War is adding a mode for that, and that's cool because I will never be good at Gears of War. Yeah, not not anymore for me. Uh, like, like I used to be really good at gears. When did that anymore. beta start? Like the eighteenth oh. or something like that. Yeah, I jumped on on the twenty second, and mm. it wasn't even a fucking prayer. 
It's like two seconds and I'm shot right in the face. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the thing about like really good games, I think, even when you're losing, you can have a lot of fun. Because you're learning things. Like, uh, there's games that really punish you. Like, you die instantaneously. You don't know what happened. It's boring. And you're just waiting for the respawn timer. Those are the bad games that, that aren't fun to lose in. But in a game like Overwatch, when you're able to change, like, characters, like, on the fly constantly. And you're able to... Your, your characters are more bulky, too, generally. So you can use these, like, really tanky characters if you don't feel confident about your ability to, like, dodge attacks and really play the, play the game in its own rule set. Then you can play these tanky characters and really get some... You can just be out in the front causing distractions and creating space without, like, knowing what you're really doing and still be, like, a tribute to team. You know what I mean? So There's, there's what, literally yeah. only been one game... That has worked in that aspect for me in the past mm-hmm. few years, and that Battlefront. was Battlefront. Yeah, really? Battlefront. Even yeah. me, Battlefront. Yeah, Battlefront. You can suck at that game and have fun. Yeah, because because like, we both suck at that game. You play, especially when you're playing like the big forty man modes. Yeah, and and you're making the littlest difference. Like you may have snuck in and turned on this one thing, or you may have killed two guys who were guarding this one thing. But even if I die five times in a row without doing anything. The instant respawn and the fact that it doesn't matter really helps with that. Really? That, to me, that actually hurt the game as far as my enjoyment goes. I was ranking like top three in whatever the kill-death ratio every single game. But at the same time, I still wasn't having fun because even though I was getting kills and everything, I, I would just die and come back and do it again and again. It was, it was nice that I was getting back into action faster, but at the same time, because it didn't matter... I wasn't getting any satisfaction from it. Well, see, I think that's the difference between you and me is I don't need the competitive satisfaction. Mm, okay. I just need to have fun. And whereas something like a Call of Duty is not fun. No. You know, I, I spawn in, fall, spawn in, fall, spawn in, fall. And the, the, the whole, I get the whole, you know, learning how to play, but if I play a game like Call of Duty for two hours this week, I may never touch it again for like three weeks. And when I come back in, I suck. Whereas in Battlefront, I come in, I play, I drop that game for a month, I come back, I'm right where I was. Yeah. Like, I lose nothing. And, and that's a big thing for somebody like me who doesn't spend, you know, hundreds and hundreds of hours in multiplayer games. I can't anymore. No, I can't either. There's no way. I mean, the most I can spend on a game in a day is like, four hours. So the, so the game's shallow nature actually helps it out that much then? For me, yes. For okay. me personally. Interesting. Yeah. And, and those are the kind of things that I like. And when you throw bots in, mm-hmm. that makes it all the worthwhile because then it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. If I suck, I turn the bots down to stupid. <laughs> you know? That's what, it, that's what makes Heroes of the Storm so much. Yeah, that's why I liked Heroes of the Storm is because I can just play against whatever. that matters. Yeah. And you can experiment. It allows you to experiment and, and, and try different things. Yeah, I can play. I can I can play that game five times with five different characters, and who cares? You know, I'm not having a bad time. So okay. it, it's that's, a, a, that's a that's an interesting perspective. I haven't thought of it that way. Yeah, that's it's cool. it's different. It's different for different people, and I totally get why. You know, like a lot of people are like, well, I don't play with gears, man, because the shotgun's OP. And they need to change that. No, they really don't, because the people who love that game. Know that the shotgun is OP. Yeah. 
that's the point. Yeah, yeah that's, the shotgun. That the game's shotgun. Yeah, that's it, it might as well be called Shotgun of War. That's the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that was that was the the greatest thing, you know. And old school Gears of War, I used to call it the merry-go-round of death because it, you'd be like the last guy on your team alive, and the other guy would have one guy left. And you guys would just circle each other, shooting shotguns at each other until somebody died. Yeah, no, I I totally get that whole competitive thing. I used to be in it. Quake two, Quake three, man, I was I was deep in it. Railgun shots, insta kills, insta jibs, man. Yeah, but Bad now man. nowadays, oh four. Yeah, I I can't do it. Like I played Doom, the Doom beta, and like I like that because it's the same thing as Battlefront. I hop in, I throw a rocket at somebody. Hey, they may die. Hey, I'll probably die. That's fine. Don't care. <laughs> I don't know. I, I really want to play Overwatch. I just hope my PC can run it. Uh, if you tell me the specs of your PC, I'll tell you like what settings you can probably run it at. Does well, it, the, this can after, I run after, it? After show. This can I run it already have it? I'd imagine it does. It. It's the beta's out, right? Uh, beta's like the it's been open oh closed beta for like the last like six seven months so probably yeah so I would go to can I run it maybe and yeah if it's if it's there certainly that website's pretty good with that stuff but uh, one of the reasons actually why I bought and built this new PC is to play Overwatch in like the highest settings without any frame drops because I was playing in medium settings and I would have like like small drops somewhere on my old PC. And that old PC was like four or five years old, so it was still working fine. It just wasn't, you know, looking as pretty as it could have. Well, I know the console versions are running both 1080p 60. Yeah, I, I hope I, I hope they run it at a nice clip, though, because it, it they, they've they've already put it through the ringer. It's running at constant 60. Wow, yeah, it's actually really good. Yeah, on good. both of them. The only I think the Xbox One has uh, some tearing here and there, mm-hmm. but they both run. Pretty flawless at 1080p 60. That's a that's a small price to pay for that kind of consistency in frame rates because you need that for multiplayer shooters. If you if if for a second if you die one time, that was to completely out of your control because of the game screwed up or the actual like system wasn't able to handle it. That's when you feel cheated, and yeah. you don't want that feeling ever. So that's good. I, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, but the moving on, I, I played a lot of... I've been trying to get this review out for ages, but man, Popolo Croix? <laughs> is it Popolo Croix? Popolo Croix? I, I don't know. Dude, I don't I don't know. I've, this is like a long-running series or something. Yeah, it's but kind I've never of Har- played it. Harvesty Moon kind of thing. Uh, this one is. This one is. It has like this element of... It's got this turn-based RPG combat mechanic along with this farming stuff. But it's it's I'm I'm kind of in a weird place with this game because the game tries to be charming, but it's doing it all wrong to me, <laughs> and it's just rubbing me the wrong way. Like the, the way the the characters are or characters look like they don't I don't I don't think they look good uh, or charming at all. The music is obnoxious, um, and the uh, and the gameplay is is a little too shallow and simple. But that's okay because that's because there's so many elements to it because of the whole farming things on top of the whole combat RPG and everything else that goes in between. So there's a lot to it, but I can't I can't say I'm I had too much fun with the game. But uh, I, I, I'm I'm planning on writing the review this uh, today, regardless. But uh, it's it's okay. But I've been playing too much Stardew Valley. I think. God damn I've gotten my I've gotten my farming. Farming itch. I keep hearing that that game has done so well that they're they're talking about bringing it to consoles now, which that's cool. 
If that's the case, I will play it there. Yeah, I, I'll pick it up on a console. If it, if it does come out, like, I keep looking at it, but then I keep going, no, if I do that and it's really good, then I'll end up ignoring everything else. Yeah. Ah, uh, you're going to be like, oh, I'll just boot it up, play, and then check it out for 30 minutes, and then it's going to be, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. You're like, ah, shit. That's that's basically how that game works, and it's great. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't do that right now. So you can, but you will if you play it. Just fair warning. Uh, <laughs> another game that I, I started to play only a little bit is Bravely Second. Um, we got, finally got the code in, so I started on that. Um, it's a weird feeling, man. It's been so many years since Bravely, uh, the, Bravely Default. And then when I play Bravely Second, it feels like the same game with different characters. All the mechanics are exactly the same. It feels like they, they carbon copied the original game with new characters here. Um, is that? I good? mean, I'm not saying the new characters are bad. Uh, yeah. And the uh, the mechanics of the original was like flawless. I I loved it. I gave it my game of the year for that year. But it feels it feels like it's playing a little bit too safe in a lot of ways, which is kind of odd. Um, I'm still enjoying it. It's, it's still a lot of fun. The character customization, learning new skills and jobs and stuff like that is really neat. But I've only gotten like maybe two three hours into it, so I can't I can't say too much about how it how it'll actually go. Um. I played. I got the copy of Hitman for free with the the video card that I bought. So I put some more time into that. Um, the game's great. I'm actually looking forward. They're actually going to release what the did they release the the second DLC packet Tuesday. Tuesday, right? Yeah, I'm yep. looking forward to that. The first one was great. I I spent like good like two three hours uh, doing different kind of ways to assassinate the targets, and each time I did something new it was fantastic. That's a good ass Hitman game. I'll give it that. Yeah, it really is. I I truly wish it doesn't have this weird release model, and it was just like the full game that I could play from beginning to begin to end, so I can actually quantify how good this game is or bad or how, how you know how many mistakes it makes. But they seem to be doing the job right as far as the quality of the game, so I'll I'll give it to them for for this one. Um, let's see. Uh, I played. Uh, I can't I can't talk about uh, the, these these games because I they're still under embargo. I play Severed. I play Ray Gigant. Uh, I haven't loaded up Seven Dragon Three Code VFD. <laughs> God damn these fucking Jesus. game names, man! JRPG names, man. Jesus. No, but it's because I'm playing so many things already. I'm not going to start another JRPG while I'm playing through two of them already. No, so no, don't do, not, don't do that. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Um, but yeah, um, I can't I can't talk about those. Actually, I don't know when Severed Embargo goes up, but the review should be going up like next week, right, Ken? Uh, let me check. I think it's late June. I mean, I mean late uh, April. Good lord, it's actually out this week. Yeah, it is, right? So yeah, it's on. The embargo hit already because I like to talk about it if it if it's good. Uh, let me double check. See how that works. Uh, April twenty sixth at eight a.m. So no. Ah, okay, no, too bad. Launch day, weird. That that is weird, based on you know. Well, yeah, most of the time those like embargoes in the day before or something, but. Uh, all I'll say is that this is a game made by the people that made uh, Guacamole, and if you know the quality of that game, then you should know what to expect with this one as well. Drinkbox makes fucking great game. If you've never played it, yeah. Mutant Blobs Attacks. It's fucking stellar. That's that's a great game. I, I have that game on like two devices, but I haven't even touched if it. If you yet. got it on the Vita, play it on the Vita, but if not, it's fine without the touch controls, but it's it's yeah. so good. It's, it's a really fun game. Yeah. yeah. 
I guess they really like the Vita as a platform. Yeah, they they seem to be one of the premier, one of the only Vita developers. Yeah, that's this is like the only game I played on the Vita that's not like a JRPG. Yeah, it's so that's that's interesting. Those guys really like the game. They usually do bring it over to PS4 or uh, PC at some point. So. Uh, probably not this one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I I understand this one's very Vita focused. So yeah, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna I could talk about more stuff, but I'm gonna I'm just gonna stop it there. Just, but, <laughs> Let's just say there's uh what was it the stat I heard the other day that there's already been more games released in 2016 at this point than there were the entire year of 2015. That's crazy. There's really? So many fuck. And you know what? It it really is scary because. That's how like a crash would happen because there's too many games. But only if the games were all mediocre or bad, right? And no, no, no. The, the crash would be because like there's so many games that people just can't afford to buy them. So that like developers who make really good games are only selling so many copies. Because like even uh, people, oh, yeah, you know, like even people like us who play a lot of games, there's no way we could afford to buy every great game that came out. There's just no way. That's why I rent, baby. Exactly, and yeah. and you know that's that's what happens. These developers make these great games, and then they don't sell, and it's like shit. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and the and the games that do sell tend to be the ones with the heaviest marketing, which tend to be like derivative sequels to original. I mean, uh, already established IPs. You know, the yeah. trend, etc. Um, that's a, that's a weird thing to be worried about. <laughs> based on something that's great because this year has been fantastic for games already. Oh yeah. As, as as in terms of quality and quantity as well. So it's like, oh man, this is too good. This is going to tank. Yeah, like, we're and like, we're not even halfway through the year yet. Yeah. Uh we have some crazy months ahead, man. Yeah, not to mention that uh the amount of hardware coming out this year. That's like true. how much can you afford? There's three headsets, three virtual reality headsets. And at least two, maybe three new pieces of console hardware. Three, you think? Well, I mean, do you really telling me Xbox is not going to retort to the Neo? I think Xbox already, uh, or Microsoft rather, uh, had the idea of this whole .5 business before Sony ever did. Yeah, uh, but the question is, are they ready to push it out? Um, they have to, right? <laughs> Sony basically forced their hands, no? Well, Sony hasn't done shit yet, because if you remember, they haven't spoken up about it yet. That's true. You know, truthfully speaking, I hope that all this is just conjecture and rumor still, because nothing has been verified yet. Even with all this, like, basically tsunami of information that we've gotten over the last few months about it. So, uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I just don't see it not being real, considering yeah. Giant Bomb broke it, and then pretty much corroborated their story with... Several developers and several other outlets. Yeah, it's uh, it seems it seems like a reality, but the finer details of it is is what what bothers me. Yeah. I, I want I need to know more. Yeah, but yeah, let's move on. Yeah, well, we'll talk about PlayStation Neo later. Let's talk about games. So, I, yeah, I did play the betas, as I said. I Gears of War is just that's not why I play Gears. At least me. But yeah, I, I, I definitely don't have time to invest in that. I, I really want to talk about Mirror's Edge. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think I think you can, man. Come on, I, I've seen people talk about it already, so I don't, I don't think I, I was like you, Drew. I didn't care much for the first game. I yeah, thought I didn't it was like it at all. I thought it was kind of meh. Didn't really didn't really sink its teeth into me. Um, 
but I like that this one is open world. And a lot of people are upset about that. Like, how do you how do you turn this into an open world game? And it actually works, because then you have this giant playground that you can do all these moves in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really neat. But the problem, or rather my concern about the open world nature of it, is that how much of that traversal and walking around is... You know how, like, GTA games, right? Open world, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to go to a place to start a mission. And in between, there's just a lot of empty space, and you're just kind of going there. It feels like a chore to me. That's one of the reasons why I never finished such GTA games, or a lot of the open world games in general, is because going from one place to the other, just for the sake of just getting there, always annoyed me. It seems like busy work, that I could be actually, you know, uh, doing something else, or there's going to be something with a more narrative focus. And then what happens when you get to the place? You drive to the next place. <laughs> With someone else, and then you you're like in a car, and you talk about what you're doing, and sure the dialogue could be well written, but you're going from one place to another, and one place to another again, and I don't even like the movement, and it's just so. How do they handle it? Is it a lot of like walking around for walking around sake, or what? Okay, so well, this is I think this is kind of cool. Once you get through the main area, and it pushes you out into the open world. So say you want to. You need to do a mission. They give you a mission. Like, here, here's the mission on the map. Set a waypoint to it. And when you set the waypoint to it, um, there's this thing. I don't. I can't remember if it was the first one, but it's called Runner's Vision. And it's what lights up the stuff in the environment red. So when you set a waypoint on the map, it lights up the most obvious route in red in, in the game. So you can see which way it is to get to the thing. Now, of course, you can do anything you want to get there. Um, and see, the thing, the reason I think it works in this game is because it never feels like it takes that long to get from point A to point B mm-hmm. to the mission itself. And truthfully, you're doing what people love about Mirror's Edge. You're parkouring right. to the next area. <laughs> and the city is diverse enough that it's fun to traverse these environments. So, you know... You can jump and hop and wall run and slide. Is it, is it is it is it fast paced or is it like more puzzly where you have to look at where you need to go like meticulously and then uh, like kind of like scan the area and see oh no 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 you one. you just go man okay okay that's that's what I needed to hear go. yeah you just go and you improvise along the way and once you get the basic set of moves in your head it's easy to figure out what to do You're like do you slide under this do you jump over this. Uh, if you hold the jump button, she launches off of whatever she's jumping over. You know, it's just it's just a matter of picking it up. Okay. Uh, the combat's very fast, so like you can you can move from from maneuvering into combat moves. So you can like jump off a wall and kick a dude in the head, or you know you could just do a standard melee combat with the X button. It's it's all very simplified combat moves. Is it uh there's no shooting dudes in this one, right? No, there are no guns. Nice. At least in what I've played, there's no guns. Good. Um it looks really good. Um What else did I want to say about it? I totally lost my train of thought. Um how long is this demo to get through? I played it for about 45 minutes and it wasn't over. Okay. So I I'm assuming it's it's pretty hefty. It gives you a We, we don't have a PC code for this demo, do we? No, I had Xbox One code and I had an extra Xbox One code cuz that's oh. w- the press didn't send it to us. I signed up for the beta on the website. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. even know the beta sign up was there, so I would have tried out. I I had forgotten that I signed up for it. 
<laughs> that's how long it had been since I signed up for it. But uh, yeah, I just I got the code and then I got an extra code and it was for Xbox One. But yeah, it's it's an interesting game, especially considering that I didn't really enjoy the first game all that much. I thought it was neat, mm-hmm. but I found it really kind of lacking in things to do and. You know, I I feel like this may hit that at some point because when I'm out in the world, there's like all kinds of these little things to do. So it's like, in this area, you've collected this many of this or that many of that. Mm, I'm not sure if that's good for the series. I I don't know. Um, I I do know that I like the structure of it being open world. I don't know that I necessarily like the structure of it having bullshit open world activities. As long as long as there's no radio towers to clock well, there, over. There are races, you know, timed races, you know. But I think those were in the first game, right? Um, there's like time based challenges, yeah. Yeah, where like you get from point A to point B any way you can, whoever goes the fastest. There is an XP and upgrade system. Oh, there is, that's new. Which is interesting because like you learn new moves. So say for example, like when you fall, you know how you hold the slide button to not take damage? You can uh, after you earn so much XP, you can upgrade the the, the fall to a roll, so you keep momentum. <laughs> hmm. So now all of your abilities are based off of XP and skill trees. I hope it's not like Just Cause Three, where they <laughs> gate gate out all the really cool stuff that you can do and really limit your abilities, so you're kind of shit at the beginning. Well, Just Cause Three suffered from it because you had to do the fucking. Challenges. challenges, yeah. Mm. That's God, what. God, I hate those gliding challenges so much. Yeah, that's what. Like, if it had just been a standard XP bar, it'd have mm-hmm. been fine. You'd have been leveled up in no time. Uh, which is what Mirror's Edge does. It's just XP. It's not like, okay. hey, you Fair have enough. to go do this race to unlock your dodge roll. You know, stupidest thing Just Cause ever did. Yeah, it really does. Uh, but yeah, I I was impressed at how much I did enjoy it. So, promising. Yeah. Um, also played that Star Fox game. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's some Star Fox ass Star Fox. The reimagining again of Star Fox. <laughs> How many times can Star Fox get rebooted? Well, <coughs> excuse me. You know, we tried to branch out Star Fox. You know, with uh, Star Fox Adventures, and that didn't work. Even though that game was fucking great. Um, and then we went the arcade route. And that didn't work. So let's just go back to what made Star Fox Star Fox and have some anthropomorphic animals flying ships and and shooting whatever the hell Andros is. Big monkey? Is that what he is? I think so. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Every every single thing that I've heard about this game as far as reviews and impressions goes is like, oh, this is a great game if it came out in 2005. And that's the problem. Like... Do you want Star Fox? <laughs> that's the that's the that's the million dollar question, right? Yeah. Do you yeah, want a new good. Star Fox where you fly through, find alternate paths, uh, listen to these character which comes through the game the Wii U gamepad, which is weird. Like all of the chatter and dialogue comes through the Wii. U. It's a cool effect because it sounds like you're listening in through the your communications. So it's neat. Mm-hmm. Um. But do you want more Star Fox? I mean, from what I hear, it's not a long game. You can breeze through it in, I don't know, two or three hours. Wow. You know? But the, but Star Fox was always designed to go back and do the alternate paths. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Which this one does. Um, controlling the ship is fine. 
Uh, plays just like a Star Fox game, left, right, barrel rolls. <laughs> uh, and then there's the motion controls, which are 100% required. And the way it works is the gamepad has the cockpit view. And if you look down, you can see your little reticle on the, the Wii U gamepad screen, and you can move it to get a cleaner shot. And I hate motion controls. Uh, yeah. Hate them, hate them, hate them. This works. They're not required. You can still play it like a Star Fox game. You can just move around on the TV and shoot. But let's say you need to get a better shot on an enemy. Just look down at the gamepad and move it. And it moves so well. Like, the motion is so well done. Mm. Uh, You can tap the Y button to recenter the reticle, which is really quick. Um, And it just works. Now, the other modes in the game, that is taking me a little while to get used to. So, like, the chicken walker. Like, it controls like a normal third-person shooter, but you have to use the motion controls more. And that one's taking me a little while to get used to. Mm. But the actual flying in the ship is fine. Like, I've had no issues playing that version of the game. Um, looks good. Sounds good. Um, I guess it just really depends on if you want Star Fox. Like, I think a lot of people think they do, and maybe they don't. And if you don't, then you're not going to enjoy this game. Mm. I I frankly don't know what people expected of this game because yeah, yeah just like you said, it's just it's a Star Fox, right? You yeah, know, yeah, it's, it's a formula. It's it's been it's been out. It's, it's it is exactly what people have wanted. Every single time they try to deviate from the formula, they're like, "No, we like it better the old way." <laughs> and now they did it the old way, and they're like, "No, this is not enough new stuff." What the hell do you want? Yeah, that's Dan, if you do, series. Dan, if you don't. I, I yeah. just, I think Star Fox is one of those games that we don't really need anymore, and I think people hold on to the memories of that Super Nintendo game and that 64 game, and they're like, oh, I love those games, make me another one of those. Well, that's what they did. You just clearly didn't want that. <laughs> yeah. So imagine, imagine if they made a new GoldenEye game oh God. and it controlled exactly the same as it did in the N64 games. Nobody would want that right now, except for maybe like two guys. You know? Yeah, two guys would be like, oh, hell yeah, GoldenEye. Yeah, it's exactly what I wanted. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're, there's not, not too many of those two guys around in the world. So you have to look at your market and kind of make your choice. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It's Star, it's Star Fox and Star Fox. If you want more Star Fox, or you think you do. Yeah. <laughs> You definitely want this, because that's exactly what it is. And I'm having a hell of a lot of fun with it. I have not booted up the other thing that comes with it, Star Fox Guard. Um, I haven't booted that up yet. So That's the tower defense thing, right? I think so. I Like I said, I haven't played it. Uh, I also need to scan my Fox Amiibo so I can play with the, the, the classic polygonal R-Wing. But, uh, yeah, you might as you might as well all be right because the graphics are so bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought it actually looked really good. Shit. Okay. Uh, the Wii U, when Nintendo works on it, is impressive. Um, more Killer Instinct. Always play Killer Instinct. And then the last thing I'm gonna talk about is I'm gonna say, I feel like I might have my my first guaranteed slot. For Game of the Year. Oh, really? 
It's called Stories Path Destinies. There oh, you go. Okay. I'm six stories in. Uh, got three truths, and I have finally unlocked the Truth Finder. So once you get so far and you unlock <clears throat> so many separate paths in that game, you unlock what's called the Truth Finder, and the Truth Finder will put a mark on the stories that lead to the truth. So you can kind of find out which ones are moving that you haven't seen yet. Um, I played through that four times or three times last night. How many? How much time does it take for you to get through one playthrough? About a half hour. Okay. Thirty-five minutes. Um, I like a lot of the things that that game does. Like, for example, when you find, you know, like the gems that you socket into your glove. Once you found them, like you don't find them again because they're they're just random loot chests, is what they are. Uh, and the chests pop out these gems, and each gem has three levels. So once you fill up those levels, then you won't find that particular one anymore. Same with the upgrades for the swords. Once you find the upgrades for that particular type of sword, it won't throw those out anymore. So like, there's never any useless loot. That's good. Um, what I have noticed, though, is that I maxed out everything after four playthroughs. You're going to do that. Yeah. yeah, so, like, the chests now are kind of useless. What do they even pop out at this point? Uh, they pop out health and energy. Okay. So you don't regenerate health. You just have a regular health bar. Yeah. Uh, and you collect apples to refill your health. It's just the item that you pick up. Uh, and I don't know what they are, the little purple things that refill energy. <laughs> um, and goddamn, did they record a lot of dialogue for that game. Like, there are so many contextual things that the narrator will say while you're playing. Yeah. Like, he has made so many video game references, it is killing me. He made like, a Star like Fox... references? Yeah, he made a Star Fox reference last night. When I was playing, he mentioned Slippy. Um, he made a Tomb Raider reference last night, which I thought was hilarious. Just randomly during combat or what? Yeah, well, he'll make them when you do something. So, like, you break a box or... Um, the best example I can use is uh, there's a grappling hook that lets you go from area to area. And I was doing that last night, and all of a sudden he just randomly goes, Renardo remembered a captain, a pirate captain, who had a hook who used to move around on his ship. What was his name again? <laughs> you know, and it's just little things like that that while you're playing, you're like, God damn, that's that's just great, man. I was like, hey, I get that. I get that. <laughs> that's funny. Like that. Okay. I mean, some of it's kind of cheesy, but then some of it's just like, hey, hey. like, <laughs> like know? for example, when I'm trying to hit the boxes with my sword to find stuff in them and I miss, like the narrator sometimes will just comment on that. He'll be like, Renardo needed to keep his skills up, so he swung violently at the air. <laughs> you know, it get repetitive and no like nope. he he is there is so much dialogue that I very rarely hear him say the same thing twice kind of like the the bastion exactly it's narrator. exactly like bastion cool yeah I can't recommend this game enough I've had so much fun playing it um yeah it just god it came out of nowhere and I, I just love unlocking all this and listening to the the, the dialogue like, the only thing that has gotten repetitive for me is every time you finish a story, you have to listen to the intro for the first level again. On the islands of Boreas, you know. You know. 
You can't skip that, huh? No, that one you can't skip, and it's because it's reloading the stories. It's resetting mm, the the true. timeline. So, but God, yeah, you you and Drew seem to really like the game, along with a lot of other reviewers. Yeah, it's, and if I didn't have like ten other games on my list, I I would actually play that game now. But yeah, it's it it'll, is super 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 good. I'm so much fun with it. It's been a long time since I've wanted to 100% a game and I want to unlock all 24 stories. I just do. Yeah. It's it's a fucking fun game. I mean, it's, you know, it's simple. It's not hard to go through a story. Nope. You know, it takes about 20, 30 minutes. You know, and if, and if you know what you're doing, you know, all right, all right well, I know which way I'm going to go this time. Yep. You know, and it's fun. It's like, you know, all right, let's see what we can do next kind of thing. And so the, the progression is fantastic in that game. The progression is fantastic. The leveling, like I said, it, it's kind of imbalanced because the leveling for your character definitely will last you most of the game. Yeah. But maxing out your swords and your gems, that doesn't take very long. No. Uh, and now that I've gotten all the loot, I can finally take the treasure hunter gem off. I was wearing that one. So now I'm going to switch to, I've got physical resistance, attack speed, and I forget what the other one I'm using is. That game gets kind of difficult sometimes. Well, that's the other thing I like about it, is it totally scales to you. Yeah. So, like, you may go through the same level again, but there will be more shield enemies, or there will be more of the exploding guys, or there or there will be more of the... The, the mages. War, the warlocks, yeah. Yeah. Um, and some of those battles get super hard. Yeah, they do. You um, can't button mash your way through that shit. No, no, no. You've got to be paying attention. Uh, one of the biggest things that helped me was the shield breaker, Jim. So you use that, and then all the shielded enemies will break based on just regular attacks instead of having to grapple hook their their shields away. Like, that's a huge help. Man, I really like that game. (laughs) Nice. So, um, I think that's it. I think that's most of what I've played this week. (sighs) No games for me this week. So I don't even know what I'm going to be talking about next week. Maybe, I, I, I guess I'm taking my 3DS with me. What what games you got loaded up there? Uh, Ocarina. I I it, I, I did it? jump back into Twilight um, this week because I want to finish that. I've never finished Twilight, and I did my review and I played about I don't know, two you know halfway, a little over halfway through it, and I want to finish it now. So I've gotten back into that, and that's kind of gotten me to want to go through Ocarina again. Every time I decide to go through Ocarina, I make it through the first temple, the Deku Tree. And then for some reason, I put it down. Um, but I want to. I want to finish that. Once you, I mean, the, the game doesn't actually open up until after you go to Adult Link. Oh, absolutely. And it's just like Twilight Princess doesn't open doesn't open up until you collect all the um, the pieces of armor, the yeah. shadow pieces. Which I'm well beyond that now. I'd like to play Twilight Princess. Like that. That was the one I only played once. Kind yeah. of thing. I forgot how good the dungeons are in that game. They're super good. But anyway, that's what I'm thinking. I've got that, and I've got... I've got a lot of downloaded games on my 3DS, but I think Mm -hmm. Ocarina's the one I'm going to try. Depends on the plane ride. Everything... How how long is that plane ride? Well, I I got a layover, so like the first leg is only like an hour, hour and a half. Mm -hmm. The second one is like three and a half hours. So, you get some get some time done there. 
Yeah, I mean, I've got a ton of games on my 3DS. I've got, like, a a big, fat memory card. I've got, like, probably ten games on there. I'll tell you a really fun game that I, I still like to play every once in a while is the uh, the Mario Golf game on the 3DS. I have that. I have that on there. That That's a fun golf game. I've got that. I've got Pokemon. I've got Donkey Kong Country. Um, the new one. Um, I've got Hyrule Warriors. I've got Majora's Mask on there. I, I've never beaten Majora's Mask. And every time I try to, I just stop somewhere. I, I don't, the, I don't the, like that game that yeah, much. Yeah, the thing I don't like about that game is the fucking timing. Yeah. The countdown, which I've heard they fixed in the 3DS version, but I just... I don't know. <laughs> Every time I, I beat that game once, every time I go back and think about it, I was at one of the dungeons. I can't remember which dungeon it was. I finished the dungeon, but ran out of time as I was getting ready to finish, like, like leave the dungeon. Yeah. I had to start that fucking dungeon over again. Yeah, sounds about I was like, right. Are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> oh my god! One of one of the big video game things you should never have is a timer. Timer I'm, suck. I'm okay with timer, but depending on how punishing and how you're able to prepare for it. Because I I played a lot of those uh, Adelier games. I um, like those. Yeah, yeah, those games have a time limit, and um, most of the time they're not difficult to reach, though. Uh, except for like the first game, yeah. Outside of that, they they give you plenty of time to do whatever you need to do. Yeah, but I think I think it's good. I think it's good to have a time limit if you're kind of making a game about making decisions on what you want to do with your time. But when it comes to like a Zelda game, I I like to take my time exploring and look at every nook and cranny. And no, don't do that in Majora's Mask. That's I liked not- um I liked how um I know a lot of people didn't. I didn't like how the saving was in it, but I always liked Dead Rising's. Um, the way they did their timer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was neat. Especially you got three the days. One. You know, yeah. Let's not talk about the end of Fable Three. I have uh, never actually played. I, mean, was, I played. I, I played part of Fable. Game 3. was so good until that. Oh god damn that ending. Anyway, so let's talk about what's coming out this week. Uh, Alien Nation, which is the new game from Housemark. Okay, that's out this they, week. They made games such as Dead Nation. Oh, that's. I guess they're kind of sticking with their guns then. Uh, <laughs> Literally. They also made, what was the other one? Uh, Super Stardust. Super Stardust. Uh, oh yeah. Rezo, like Rezo Gun. Oh, yeah, Rezo Gun. Yep. Okay. Uh, King's Quest Chapter Three is out this week. Wow, man, that is slow. It is very <laughs> slow. Uh, Rocket Birds Two Evolution. I've actually played that. It's kind of fun. Uh, it's like uh, Jokey Contra with chickens. That's the one John reviewed, yes. right? Yes, well, he is reviewing. He hasn't reviewed right. it yet. Uh, and a, I guess a physical version of Tales from the Borderlands. Oh, crap. Speaking of freaking adventure games, I forgot to mention, I beat uh, Life is Strange. What do you oh. think? Uh, I liked it. Um, there's some parts of it that I didn't enjoy that much. I think it went a little too crazy with like the plot holes and stuff like that in a lot of cases. But yeah. um, um, it was still enjoyable. But the funny thing is, like, that story, that exact story was told better in Steinsgate by like miles upon miles. So it's like it was it was still effective and it was still nice, but there's uh, the the pacing was too slow. Uh, Some of the I pacing still enjoyed was it. Bad, then, yeah. I, I, I still enjoyed it, but if you like that story, 
Drew, and if it, if it was effective for you, you should you should play Steins Gate one. I mean, I, yeah, that's that's one of the games. I'm like, yeah, I really want to play that because you know, it, it, you you keep comparing it a little bit to kind of like Danganronpa and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, especially with this whole time skip and everything, and uh, way the way it handles time travel, it's very interesting. But anyway, uh, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No, you could. Uh, Battle Worlds Chronos is that this week? Uh, Party Hard. Ooh, game of the year contender. I, you, yeah. I, I had to look up what this game was. So apparently, it's one of those pixelated indie games, and your neighbors are constantly having this really loud party, and the goal of the game is for you to sneak over there and fucking stab them. I kind of want to play that. Yeah, me too. You just keep my anger <laughs> just a like, little bit. That's like my. That's like my adult fantasy. Yeah. Is get my neighbors to shut the fuck up. Well, now you yeah. can live it out in a game. Because that's the premise of it. You have a knife and you have to do some stealth and stab them. Party hard, huh? Party hard. It's out this week <laughs> yeah, for Xbox just... One and PC, I think. Uh, also out this week, uh, Jump Jet Rex is coming to Xbox One. That was that's... a fun little game. I, I actually that? bought it. You uh, bought it? Yeah, well, I pre-ordered it. It's only eight bucks if you pre-order it. So, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like a Super Meat Boy clone-ish. Oh, okay, kinda. It's a two D platformer, difficult, challenging thingy. It's a difficult two D platformer, yes. Uh, but you yeah. you can actually kind of fly. You got rocket boots. You got rocket boots. I'm guessing you play a dinosaur. You think you, yeah. you play a little okay. Tyrannosaurus or little, maybe a raptor. little T Rex? Nice. Well, his name is Rex, so I'm assuming oh, that's he's, he's a T-Rex. Yeah. Uh, also out this week, a game called Paranautal Activity. Sorry, Paranautical Activity. That's what? That's been out on PC for ages, right? I've played it. I have the Xbox One version. That's a right. fucking crazy game. What is it? It's... Okay. So if you take the speed of like a Doom or a Quake, uh-huh. first-person shooter, and you mix it with randomized roguelike dungeons. Okay. There you go. That sounds kind of cool, actually. It's all right. Um, it's real hard. <laughs> I've only been able to make it to like the boss, which is again totally random. But it's not bad. Hmm. I like the look. I, I like voxel games. I was trying to think of it the other night. What was that Zelda voxel game on the PS3? Three D dot game. Heroes. Yes, that. Yep. I still own that game, and I love voxels. They're very satisfying to watch explode. <laughs> Um, as we mentioned earlier, Severed is out for the Vita this week. Check um, that game out, folks. Don't sleep on it. Also, Stranger of Sword City is out this week, which I thought that game was out forever ago. Yeah, it's been it's been out on Xbox One before, right? Yeah, it's been out yeah, on yeah. Xbox One for a couple weeks. Vita. What a weird game that is for release. Xbox <laughs> One and Vita. Right? When does that ever happen? Uh, never. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, the Wii U actually has some games coming out this week. How about that? Um, that beta that I talked about a couple weeks ago, Lost Reavers, that's out this week. It's free if you want to try it. So. Reavers? Reavers, not re- not oh, Reaver. Okay. Oh, okay. We're not smoking no well, 420 wasn't that far ago. Okay. It's true. It's true. But they, they missed their mark if they didn't release it on that day. Uh, Mini Mario and Friends Amiibo Challenge, because y'all been waiting on that. Uh, and the Deer God, which that's a weird fucking game. That's D E E R God. Yes, D E R. You literally play as a deer 
who gets shot by a hunter, or no, the hunter kills the deer, and deer, then yeah. the the hunter has to be reincarnated as the deer and other forest animals. It's a roguelike. That was free, wasn't it? On Xbox One games with gold. Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird fucking game. I have it, but I've never played it. Uh, Sega 3D Classics Collection is out this week. It's actually not out yet. It's out this week. And Pokemon Rumble World is out what, for the 3DS. 3DS? Mm-hmm. Wrestling or, game. Uh, it's a... Okay, so I'll, I'll, give you the, I'll give you the elevator pitch. Uh, control cute toy Pokemon and have exhilarating battles in Pokemon Rumble World. It's a downloadable game for the 3DS. Uh, you can collect all 719 species of Pokemon. Uh, all the ones that have appeared in the video games through Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. So there you go. There's almost a thousand Pokemon, you guys. You're getting there. Like, one more game and that'll be it, right? That'll be a thousand. I realized that I went to see the original Pokemon movie in the theater. Wasn't that called Pokemon 2000? I don't think it was called 2000, was it? Like, the first one was just called Pokemon the movie, right? Was it? Okay. Was there a movie called Pokemon 2000? There might have. I think that was the first movie. That's what I was thinking. That's what I think. Um, That's the one with Mewtwo, right? I haven't seen it, but I've seen the GIFs. I swear it was just called Pokemon the movie. Yeah, but my point was that I went and saw it in 1990-something. Okay. Uh, no, it's called Pokemon the First Movie Mewtwo Strikes Back. Okay. 1998. So I was collecting Pokemon toys at Burger King. I was 13. I was I was getting ready to get married for the first time. Yep. Damn. <laughs> I was dating my first wife in 1998. Holy shit. <laughs> I am fucking old. Dude, we are all. Nah, man, we're all young. Don't worry about it. Veronica Taylor did the voice of Ash Ketchum. Does she Does she not anymore? I'm just saying for the movie. I, I don't oh, okay. know. I don't even know who that is. Um, She's in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That, in the, a the 2003 Teenage... cartoon. Okay, so the re, the remake of the... Or the, the reimagining of Ninja Turtles. Yeah, she plays April O'Neil. Gotcha. So there you go. IMDB is like a fucking sinkhole of shit. It really is. Dude, that's like, what I... Yeah. yeah. Anytime I'm watching a movie, I'm on my phone looking up people. Oh, is yeah. Is this person dead? Oh, is yeah. this person dead? TV shows are worse because every episode I'm on there like fucking drilling down the specific episode. I've yeah. seen this guy from somewhere. So that's how it starts. If you watch, like, if you watch Supernatural again... You yeah. will notice that there's like five actors who play two totally different characters in different seasons of that goddamn show. Yeah. They do that, yeah. It's Same fucking time, it's fucking crazy. Like one of them was the preacher in the episode and then in like three seasons later he's a goddamn werewolf. Yeah. The 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 studio guys know that the, people are not gonna remember this character. Yeah. Just you reuse him, it's fine. <laughs> Apparently the guy who plays Adam Jensen was in a few episodes of Supernatural. That's not a shock. Really? Yep. That guy's voice is unmistakable. That's, yeah. He's, I, bet you, I, I bet you can't tell me who he played in Supernatural. I cannot. I want to say he was a vampire. Well, that narrows it down, Drew. <laughs> I can't tell you the names of the characters I'm just saying, I mean, you could at least do the episode description because if you say he was a vampire, there's been a few of those. 
hang or dead man's blood. I'll just put it that way. Dead I know that episode name. Blood. Sure. God, I, I stopped watching Supernatural around season seven. I don't think I can go back to it now. Oh God! If, if you better. make it past season seven, it gets better. I oh, swear to God. God. Season eight and nine. Are Se- season so eight good. and nine are fantastic. Yeah, they are. They really, really are. But guys, yeah, seven, seven was crap. Season seven. Season six was downhill. Season seven was terrible. Yeah. Season it, six had some good episodes though, like it did. that one where they they went to real world and they were themselves. See, you don't you don't get any respect until you watch fan fiction. The episode in season ten where they do the musical. Yeah, the musical's fantastic. Oh my god, I, I do want to see something like that because those joke episodes are usually pretty great. Oh, that one's in season but ten. So <laughs> many episodes, dudes! Come on, they they literally go to a supernatural convention. <laughs> Oh, they that did was, that a couple times already. Yeah, that yeah. one. That one was early. Yeah, yeah that's, that's when saying, they first found out about the books. That, that, but that's the great thing about this fucking show is just how referential they are. It doesn't. It's like the writers don't care. I told you they have no remorse. They have no restraint. And that's they what just makes do it whatever fun. the hell they feel like. But it's it makes everything completely inconsequential, man. How many times have they died or have run de- down the verge of death repeatedly? <laughs> have you and read a like, comic they book ever? it in one episode. <laughs> come on now, come on now. Jesus Christ! It's, oh, ju- it's just like your comic books. Everybody dies. Everybody comes back. It's fine. Yeah. I I thought I thought fucking Dragon Ball was bad with people getting wished back from the dead, but uh, Dragon Ball got nothing on Supernatural. Holy this shit! This is true. Yeah, and yeah. It, it all has to do with the fact that that show was supposed to end seven seasons See? ago. It was supposed to end in season five, and that's it never exactly did. why the last episode of season five is called Swan Song. Mm-hmm. <sighs> just keep just just power through. Get to season eight, season eight, and nine. Uh, I'll, I'll see what I can do. I'll see. Trust me, trust Dude, me. Some, something major happens in season seven. Yeah, it's pretty big. It's it's very big. Okay, okay. It's uh, I can't handle. I can't handle what happened in season seven. Yeah, I know you texted me. You're like, no. I'm like, I can't. I can't do this. I can't live like this. I, what I know is wrong. Everything. Yeah. All right, let's talk about some news. Hey, do you remember that Tekken X Street Fighter game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's no longer in active development. Oh. You can stop asking about it. A new surprise is nobody. Yeah. You know what the funny thing about this game is this was supposed to come out before Street Fighter X Tekken. Yes, they actually had footage of it, right, with uh, Ryu and Ken? Yeah, they did. <coughs> like screenshots. Yep. Uh, that that's uh I'm pretty sure that game's never coming out. Yeah, I think yep. it's safe to say that thing's dead. Speaking of fighting games though, you know what is coming out? What's like, that? The new Killer Instinct character this week. Oh really? Yep. Which one is it? Mira will be out this week. Cool. I've actually played a good amount of, of KI. I forgot to mention that. I actually did the rank matches and got to the bronze. Yeah. KI and, and that, I, I'm going to go ahead and say it, the matchmaking in that game's kind of bad. Really? I got matched up with two golds and oh, got snap. the living fuck beat out of me. Oh, I feel bad for you. But I have found my main, and that is Saber Wolf. Oh, you cheese. Saber uh, Wolf is Saber Wolf is a beast, literally and figuratively. Yes. Oh, my God. He is, so he is top tier, right? He is top yeah. tier. He also yeah. is fucking insane with mix-ups. Yeah. It's it's not even fair half the time. He, he's close to El Fuerte. Yeah, he he's is, really close. He is yeah. he is just a little too much. Mm-hmm. Just tear horror up there, Drew. <laughs> yeah. up there. That's, That's right. Yeah. Hey, at least it's not Jago. Fuck Jago. I I, I think Saber Wolf's worse than Jago. 
No, Jago... because because Saber Wolf doesn't even require any motions to his moves. Well, like you don't thing... have to down circle. Saber Wolf's moves are all back forward. Yeah, up down. That's mm-hmm. it. But the the thing is, is that even though Saber Wolf has that, he doesn't have a complete a screen clearing fucking move like Jago does, which is a load of crap. Uh, actually, he does. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. His run. His- his, his run, his run, heavy kick is is full screen. It's it's full screen, but he can be knocked out of it real easy. Yeah, still he can just do the slide, and nobody can fucking hit him. Well, the slide is, is fucking my bread, my bread is, and butter, baby. I, my... Yeah, fuck that. See, the thing is with Saber Wolf, like I can I can go through the goddamn survival mode and like never die. Yeah, he's he's insanely fucking. He's really ugh. good. Anyway, uh, speaking of fighting games, you have the use of the guile reveal as well. I think we talked about that last week, didn't we? I thought that uh, was like a couple of days ago. They they showed him off. They they showed the screenshots last week. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, uh, there's footage of him now. So yeah, he's uh, he'll be out in April. Was he supposed to be a cop now? I don't know. His hair looks fucking crazy. This, the hair in Street Fighter Five is fucking crazy, man. It's bonkers, yeah. man. I don't I don't even know what to think of it. You have French fries, you have curly fries, you have a broom. It's fantastic. It's, um, got bananas. He'll be yeah. free for people who don't have the season pass until they open the the shop. Yeah, and they're also bringing back his stage, y'all. Oh, the cl- wait, the classic one with the the, the boxes. The- yeah. Oh, nice, nice. But the boxes don't break. Apparently, people are upset about that. Uh. Who knows what's going on with that game? I don't know when he'll be. Out. I thought. I guess he's not April because the April update already happened, or was that the March update? I think that was the uh, March, March update, but it happened late. Yeah. So does that yeah. mean he's out this week? Yeah, maybe. Probably. Hmm. I'll be interested to see how people take to him because the first character I did not dig. Alex, uh, right? Alex, not not my not my style. And, yeah, I, and no, I've never I been a big Guile fan, so. I'm no, he's a charged character, character, so yeah. I don't think any of us here are. I'm not. That's not my thing. So I think the first character I'm looking forward to in that pack is either Balrog or uh, Jury. I want I want Ibuki, man. That was my main in Super Street Fighter. She's 4. in the first pack. Um, yeah, she's in. She's nice. like the third or fourth. Nice. I'd, I'd be yeah. interested to see her. I, she's really fun to play. Yeah, we she got is. who is it? It's a jury, Balrog, Yurian, and Ibuki. Oh God, yep. Yurian! I couldn't give two shits about. I didn't play much Third Strike. So I don't know. Uh, Tales of Berseria. Was it Berseria? Berseria. Uh, Berseria. Bear Seria. Bear I bet you do. Yeah. Uh, that has uh, been announced for PS4 and PC in early 2017. Good. Uh, Doom on PC will unlock frame rate and support advanced settings. So people were worried about that, but it's fucking Doom. That's uh, that's something that should have obviously been included from the very beginning. So yeah. yeah. Well, it's not out yet, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about Bastion earlier, but uh, the guys behind that and Transistor have announced their newest game. It's called Pyre. Pyre. Hmm. Pyre. I I heard of the name, but I haven't seen any footage or screenshots. So what's it like? It's a turn-based RPG. Okay. With a built-in sports game. Oh. What? I don't. You you need to go look it up. Apparently, there's it's it's got like its own little sports thing that happens in there that you can play within the game. Like Blitzball? Kind of, yeah, but it's not oh, Blitzball. Uh, it's it's not uh, Blitzball, okay? Chill out. <laughs> uh, I played Final Fantasy XHC like, not too long ago, so it's just... Uh, uh. 
That's not yeah, I played that one game of Blitzball and said I'll never play it again. <laughs> Give well, me the card game. Waka's from... ultimate weapon, Drew. Come on, you got You got to no. play at least sixty matches of Blitzball, bro. Come F- on, fuck Waka. He's out of my, you know, he's out of my lineup after I get somebody <laughs> he's, else. He's off my Christmas list for good. Yeah. So Rocket League is getting its hoops update this week. Um, basketball. Wait, basketball. How? How the hell do you play basketball? It's a that? big hoop. But wow, I'm getting deja vu here. Somebody else deja. said that. Yeah, it's. Trust me, if you could, if you go look up a video, it'll make more sense. I, I know, I know how good those guys are. They basically fly through the entire stage carrying the ball on their like pipes. <laughs> I've seen it; it's crazy. But I'm talking like regular Joes, you know, that don't that don't play the game for like a thousand hours. You don't know how to you don't know how to lob. Uh, no. Step it up, scrub. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, that's neat. It's free update, right? Yeah, it's free. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, there will also be some paid Witcher DLC coming this week because everybody wants it on the Rocket League. Yeah, that that DLC was it Blood and Wine, right? Yeah, they, that 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 got an announced release date. I thought. Uh, yeah, the Stone something came out already, and this is the last DLC pack for Witcher. I think it's supposed to be like twenty hours of content. Yeah, it's supposedly as big as The Witcher Two. Oh, That's fucking God, crazy. I really want to play that. I I I still uh, haven't done the last one. I finished I, uh, the main game, but now I, I still to... haven't got out of White Orchard. <laughs> oh jeez, you should probably go, Drew, because it's kind of like the hinterlands. Don't don't stay there too long. Oh yeah, yeah no, I, mean, I haven't played it. I, I've been doing Kingdoms of Amalur I, and I stuff know, like that. I know. I'm just saying, don't don't get stuck in White Orchard. Get out. Yeah, yeah. Just make sure you do the 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 one quest before you leave. It's the only one you can't come back to. Yeah. Um. What else is going? I thought I saw something else here. Before I get to the real fun conversation. Enjoy. <laughs> PlayStation Neo. PlayStation Neo. I'm double checking. Okay. Making show. For, for, for show. For show. Alright, so let's talk about PlayStation Neo. What do you want to talk about? So, Giant Bomb broke... Basically, a design document, I think is what it was, for developers, that uh, pretty much shows everything we need to know about the PlayStation Neo. So, (laughs) how do you feel about that, Drew? So, there's a new PlayStation coming. Yeah. It's pretty much coming. Uh, when yeah, was I, the PS4 itself released? 2013. Yep. November. So two and a half years ago. Okay. So. And we'll probably expect this. Uh, well, let's speculate on when it's going to come out. Uh, well, uh, according say November to the, this year. According yeah. to the document, every game released uh, from October going forward mm-hmm. will be required to have a Neo mode. Mm. So that means all of those games. And every game released, I believe. Previous to seven or September thirtieth, will require a patch to run on the Neo mode or whatever, something like that. So these games are going to start showing up in October. Okay. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I I don't know. It's weird because I've listened to a lot of people discuss this. I am not a technical person. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know the ins and outs of, of technical specs. But from what I hear, there is no way in hell any game running on the Neo is going to be native 4K. Uh, not based on the specs that they were saying. No. 4K, even the most powerful graphics card now, running on SLI, mind you, uh, struggles in 4K resolution. Yeah. So, so PlayStation yeah. Neo is not going to run games. It'll upscale them mm-hmm. to 4K, kind of like how the Xbox 360 and Xbox One upscale everything to 1080p. But that will not be the native resolution. Uh, according to the document, every game running in the Neo mode has to have a minimum of 1080p 60 frames a second. Which is going to make me chuckle because god damn... What Let's let's look at it from this perspective, right? Uh, we're we're talking about how consoles are gravitating more towards being like PCs. Mm-hmm. And I built this PC um, two three days ago, and right now I throw every game on it. It runs every game basically at 1080p to 1440p at like 60 frames per second. Well, more 1080p at 60 on ultra settings, right? Mm-hmm. Every single game that's out now. Like, but maybe going forward, maybe in a year's time, there will be a new, brand new, hotness AAA game. Either it's not optimized well enough, or it's just that intense that it can't run it again. I'll run it in ultra and 60 frames, and I have to bring down the graphics. And two years, three years come again, and my system is going to be kind of like more or less obsolete as far as what the new stuff is coming out. But still enough that it can still run the stuff on medium quality at decent, decent frame rates. And I've lived with that kind of reality from the very beginning as a PC gamer. So this is nothing new to me. If I want to play the new game on a better setting, I have to invest in a new graphics card, mm-hmm. which costs something like 300 to $400, usually on a mid-range. So whenever, when I think about it that way, this whole idea that it's an outrage, that there's a new version of a console coming out, doesn't seem justified to me at all. Um, I understand the mentality of what we had before, but if you look at the trend that gaming has gone in the console market as far as the online online connectivity, uh, the, the the model of like like they're trying to put settings like like literal graphics getting settings on 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 console games now too, right? So these things are good. Like, would you say that having the ability to go around and mess with your settings in your console games is bad? You don't have to touch it if you don't want to. But having it is good, right? So to me, it's kind of like that. It kind of sucks that out there, there's going to be something that'll play the game better. But if you do want to get that better experience, you, ha- you you can invest in it. And to me, it's more of a choice than a requirement. And the reason why I feel this way particularly is because they never said that there's not going to be a single game that's going to be exclusive to the Neo that the PS4 won't be able to play. Well, sure, that's what they say. Well, that's... That's what they say in the document, right? That's what they say in the document, but how long does that last? Uh, I would hope that would be something that that goes on basically till the end of Neo and the PS4's life cycle. That makes it a weird thing, though. I, like, I think we're, I think maybe they're gravitating toward half steps rather than a PS5 and a PS6. You know, I mean, it's... I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things where, I mean, I, I can't keep up. You know, I mean, I, I can't do that. That's... Well, no, that. that's the point. You don't have to buy it. You can still play all the games that comes out. 
it won't look as good and it probably won't run as good, but it will have the same exact game as far as content goes, right? The experience might not be as good as, as like, you, like I said about playing on a brand new PC with the latest hardware, but you can still get that enjoyment. And I know Ken, for example, doesn't really care about that 60 frames per second, right? No, it's like, not. You know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, it's it's not, it's icing. Time. It's icing on a cake. I can live yeah. without it. I can take it or leave it. And for someone like Ken, in that case, then he can just basically say, oh, I'll just keep the PS4. It still runs fine. It still looks okay. But people, there are people out there, um, they're kind of more and more getting, get becoming accustomed to games that needs to run at 60 frames per second. And frankly, though, like, to me, the, the current generation has become, has been a disappointment because of the timetable that they had to put out and, uh, the requirement of how they needed to reduce the price. So that they could get the uh, the install base in. So, if the PS4 launched and it was twice as more powerful, but it cost two hundred more dollars, then that system most likely would have flopped. It it wouldn't have mattered that it was that powerful. It was actually uh, like almost equivalent to like a mid to high range PC at the time. It wouldn't have mattered because people would say like, "Oh, that's too expensive for a console," and they wouldn't have bought it. That's the same kind of issue that the PS3 had, and I believe Sony kind of learned from their mistakes, or rather the not not so much mistake, but rather the the trend of the market itself, saying that if the if the early investment is that expensive, that they won't get the install base. If they don't get the install base, they won't get the third party support. If they don't get the third party support, they won't have the exclusives. If you don't have the exclusives, you can't lure people in to buy your console for those games. So it's like it's like a cycle. It's vicious, and it feels like our our expectations or, or what we needed the the pricing and everything to be kind of hindered uh, what. The, the console needed to be in order to compete with all these new generation games that are coming out because like if you look if you think about the true next gen experience games that came out this year so far name them so far like that you could truly call next gen well, what does that mean though that's exactly pure, that's purely subjective as to what next gen means but you in know? your eyes in your in your eyes what does that mean and give me some examples if there are any well, I, I mean, don't. I as, don't. As far as graphically stuff, yeah, sure. I, that I've never seen before. I mean, I think Infamous Second Son was one of the first ones. I was like, wow, this looks pretty fucking okay. amazing. Yeah, that game uh, looked really good. The Order, yeah. eighteen eighty six, Killzone, mm-hmm. Rise. Yeah. All of those yeah, games those... visually are like powerhouses, but I, I like visuals as much as the next guy. Yeah, but I guess my question is at this point, why? Sony well, Sony was in the lead. They they had the momentum. Everything was going their way. Everything was going well. Because people because people want it. That's why. You might but, not want it. But how but uh, is there enough? Like like when you weigh the numbers to each other, mm-hmm. you're going to get the people that are going to buy it no shit. But what about the people that just bought a PS4 this week? And now they, they're going to find they out. Done their research, is what I but there's saying. no research to do because it's not official. Yeah, yeah, but they're banking on this idea, which seems like irrefutable at this point, collaborated by multiple reliable sources. And if you ignore all that, then you only have your. I'm not trying to blame the consumer at all, but when you want to invest your money in something, you always have to look into the various factors of it. I think that's your responsibility as a consumer. And if you kind of put that out of your own hands, then. Then you can kind of, you know, fall into these pitfalls. I, I guess I just don't see the point in the system, considering that the 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 upgrade that you're going to get from mm-hmm. this new hardware, which is it's incremental. It's not 
next level. The, that's, up, the that's, upgrade. That's, yeah, that's that's how that's how it goes, man. I I can buy. I I bought a Radeon three ninety, which cost me about three hundred dollars, and I could have bought something higher level than that. But the actual increment of power potential would have been something like twenty percent better frame rates or performance in general. And I would have had to pay a hundred dollars more for that. I, and I I kind of like look at it, and it's like that's that's very incremental. It's not it's not significant. So that's why I kind of stopped at this mid range. And, and I get that. That's a PC thing. Mm-hmm. It's not a console thing. But that's what I'm saying, man. Consoles and PCs are becoming the same kind of thing. So and why buy? So why buy a console if if you care about that the visual fidelity and frame rates? Mm-hmm. Be a PC gamer. I mean, that's <laughs> well. There's there's obviously the exclusive uh, console games. And also, there is that aspect of the whole insulation and PCs. As 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 much as we take it for granted, and as you know, you recently just received a PC that clearly didn't didn't work out for you too well. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so what I mean is that this is kind of like the layman's PC. That's what the consoles are. That's that's basically what they've become. And people people find that appealing. There's a certain convenience to it. And I also find that appealing in some degrees, but obviously I'm, I'm more into the whole customization and getting the best experience out of my games. So let's say, for example, if Bloodborne originally came out for PC and PS4, I would have bought that game for PC. If a game comes out between PC and a console game, I'll choose the PC game 99% of the time. And that 1% difference would be whether or not all my friends are playing on that console or not. That's it. That's the only difference. So there's gamers like me that feel that way, and only have the consoles for those specific games. So it's, it's, it's a difficult topic. And I don't think there is one particular right answer. But I understand it. Why it's happening. And to me it feels like an inevitability. And because Sony is in the lead. They're in position to become the trendsetter for this. They're, they're, they That's are in the position. Is. But they're also in the position of being the one with the most to lose. Because well, if, they, don't, if they, they don't have the, yeah, they don't have the net for... Uh, you know, failing as much as Microsoft does. So. Well, it's it's also that, but it's also Sony has brought the PlayStation Four to the levels of PS One and PS Two popularity. Like this machine is oh. is insane. Like it sells like crazy, and releasing an incremental upgrade to the system. Number one, it's never really been done in the console space. It's been done in the handheld space, never yeah, yeah. in the console space. You're well, taking a you could talk about the Sega stuff, right? Sega well, CD we're talking about add-ons, yeah. <laughs> which we all saw how that panned out. Um, uh-huh. But they're taking a, a fucking monumental risk with this that I don't. I guess I don't understand because they didn't need to. People would con- would have continued to buy PlayStation, and they have continued to buy PlayStation Fours. It's just, it's insane, and and I get that we're in an era of. I need it better, faster, bigger, all of that stuff now. I just worry that this sets a precedent and also opens a Pandora's box. Because here's what's going to happen, and here's what's going to piss me off. Mm-hmm. Um, developers are already not happy about this, because now they have to code for three consoles, as opposed to two. Is it? Is it, though? Because... If you think about it, the architecture of the actual programming is the same. It's just you, you have more hardware to work with. True, but so it's not. I don't think it's three platforms in that way. Well, it, technically, it is because they have to code for the Neo. They have to code for the PlayStation Four, and they have to. There's no option. Their game cannot be base mode only. 
It cannot be Neo only. It has to be both. So they have to account for both configurations of hardware. What my concern is, is the developers who start, you know, coding for the Neo and port down. Because then we're going to get games on the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One that are garbage. Yeah, uh, that, yeah, that is that is actually the, the truly the the biggest concern that uh, I have as well, and I think I think that is like the thing to consider most. But that kind of comes down to the, the developers, right? Was it the PS3's fault, really, that the games that were you know made on the the 360 architecture and then ported to PS3 ran like crap? Not not really. There was a responsibility of the developer to make it run properly, right? But of course, it but still had the, it still had the same power or more. Of course, at the same time. But do you think PS3 owners appreciated that? Like, was that a good thing? And no, and, and who do they blame? You know, the developer certainly didn't do the work, but Sony didn't make it easy. No, no. They the PS3 was obviously infamous for that very reason. Yeah, there were. But so I don't. Many. I don't think. I don't think it's equal here. I I think, like I said, I think the Neo is basically. Um, it's kind of like this, right? You're, you're making a game for PC. You have settings, right? Are you, are you making different versions of a game because you can have the game running at different settings based on different hardware? God, so, that'd be a fucking nightmare. Yeah, but let's, let's also go That's, back to what you said earlier. Consoles are not PCs. Let's look at all the issues PC games have. Look at Dark Souls. Right, right. It's right out of the gate. Configuration issue. What was it because of? I don't know. Took them weeks to figure out. I was about to say, I don't think they even knew. Yeah, it took them weeks to figure out what was causing the issue. You know why? Because they can't test for everything. But will will that actually create even more problems that we have now? How many day one must have patches do we have for every single game? Oh come on! You should you should really ask how many there are not. Yeah, exactly. So we're we're saying that we we're living in this age where we have like patches every single day. You 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 buy a game and you bring it home. You don't play it right away. That's just how. That's the reality of the situation. You put it in. There's an update. You got to download it. Either you got to install it, and then you get to play the game up to 20, 30 minutes after you get you buy the game and you put it in the thing. So in that in that world, that's kind of expected. I'm not saying it's good, but I don't think it makes that much of a difference. I think I think it's it's not an issue. But my 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 problem is that I don't know the architecture like completely as far as how difficult it will be to program for the Neo versus the PS4 and how much of a work. Uh, th- you know, there isn't de- depending on two, but it feels like if Sony made a requirement that they have to do this, then it probably shouldn't be that difficult. Otherwise, it'll be like an impossibility. Well, do. of course, and, and and again, another thing to consider with this. So let's say these games are higher fidelity. Mm-hmm. Are they going to fit on a regular Blu-ray? Yeah, you really think so? Absolutely. Okay, because I'm just curious of that first game that comes out, and it's like, okay, so we have the the base version. Here it is. It's on the Blu-ray. But you want the Neo version, which has, I don't know, super high-res textures. Um, Like you said, it's, it's going to be upscaled mostly, right? And the, the max resolution is probably going to be like 1440p or something like that. And the reason why I say that with such certainty is because I have PC games that can run at like 4K that support those resolution and they're not anything above like 100 gigs they're always under like 50 gigs which is the size of a blu-ray so again i'm just i'm just asking the questions because good lord could you imagine the bandwidth of having to download the neo patch for the game you just bought 
I, I will say that it'll probably launch for something like a terabyte of space, and that's going to go like that. <laughs> let's also <laughs> let's also talk about Quantum Break and the Master Chief Collection for the Xbox One, which both clock in at over eighty gigs. That's bonk. well, Quantum Break is like a season of TV show, and it is. But what's Halo's excuse? Bad programming. <laughs> you know that's true. Good lord! <laughs> yeah. Like the Master Chief Collection and Halo Five both clock in at over seventy gigs apiece for me on my hard drive. They, they probably use every sound file as a flack or a wave or something. Jeez. Shit. Jesus Christ! I don't know. I, I'm I'm just very scared of this because there's always been a separation of I'm a PC player, I'm a console player. Consoles are here because of this, and the more consoles become PCs, what's the point? Because let's be honest, the PlayStation 4's first-party output has been kind of abysmal. It has. And I believe, to me, one of the reasons for that is because of the failings of the hardware. The hardware is not strong enough. I don't know about that. I think they're just I think that's a part of it. Well, poor, poor planning because of the lessons that they've learned, right? They, you can't you can't have a console that powerful, that expensive, and you won't get the... Now they're in a position where they have the install base, and they're like, ah, fuck it, we can do whatever we want. So I think they're <laughs> How'd that work out for them, PS2 to PS3? Exactly, very poorly. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't that's, want that's that! What I mean. Well, w- w- we'll see how that goes. And PS, uh, Sony can't, like you said, can't afford too many mistakes like that again. And that's the, my the problem. The PS3 launch lit- literally almost ruined them. So, that makes me sad. people will go out and buy, get a second get job. Get a second job for It makes me sad because I love seeing PlayStation back in the limelight that they were during the PS2 days. Like, yeah, that was hot because Xbox is trying to catch them. Everybody gets good games. It, it makes it awesome. It really does, and I don't want to see because they're not Microsoft. They they're not Nintendo. Nintendo has enough money in the bank to fail for like two generations. Microsoft has enough money in the bank to fail forever. <laughs> you know. Yeah, basically. So no, Sony does not, and that I don't like that. I don't want them to go away on a on a questionable for me decision. I I just I don't want to live in a world where Microsoft is the only c- person that's making consoles. <laughs> I don't want to live in a world where there's only one person making consoles, period. Yeah, but the thing is, thing is, right, you say there's no point to these consoles, right? What if that is the grim reality of the situation, Ten? What if there really is no room for consoles anymore? PCs are becoming more and more affordable, and they're basically what they are. These these boxes that we have are basically PC. Like, I can name the parts on the PS4 and tell you the price, prices of that you could get as a component on the PC. And all that, all those little things like yeah, maybe the the age of consoles as we know it is over, and you can't fight against the times, man. You just I can't. Just goes. I yeah. can't. I still got a landline. I'm kidding. I don't really have a landline. <laughs> <laughs> I sit on my I, porch and tell you to get off my lawn, boy. Yeah, while you're whittling. While I'm whittling, as, making me a as, whistle. As, <laughs> as, as as old as we get, and as uh, as afraid of change as we are at our age, right? Uh, we have to accept the fact that. Some things become outdated. Some things become obsolete. And um, I, for one, welcome a lot of changes that have pa- cha- uh, you know, happened in the past. But it is scary. We don't know what's going to come from it. And we certainly don't trust companies like Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo to do the right thing. Well, well, well yeah. let, me, let me ask you this then, Jay. Yeah. Um, uh, if in November we do mm-hmm. get a PlayStation 4K or whatever the hell they're going to call it, sure. are you going to be buying it? At, at, at release? No, I'll be stupid too. I don't buy any consoles on launch. 
What's, there you what's go. the point? Uh, I I would be very interested to see how this pans out, and if they're going to do it, are they dropping the price of the PS4? Uh, this it seems to it seems to fit the logic, right? I would hope so. Yeah. I, all I know is is yeah. we've gotten to the point where I cannot afford to be a hundred percent up to date on what's going on in gaming anymore. Man, uh, like a like a two hundred dollar PS4, like brand new with a game bundle, is going to sell like hotcakes. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, I can't. There's there's three headsets, possibly three new consoles. I I can't do it. And no, I don't. I don't think unless you're like. Rich or uh, tech enthusiasts with really poor spending habits. No one's buying three <laughs> VR headsets. Can that's not. No, no, no. But I'm just saying the amount of things to purchase. Yeah, yeah. You, the possibility, the choices are there, and um, I, I'm really interested to see how this pans out. I think one of the reasons why we say that uh, Sony's taking this risk, and one of the reasons for that is the VR. They want to push the VR hard, and the PS4 doesn't do the VR really justice as far as the hardware specifications go. Uh, if you want the if you want the PSVR experience, like you probably want to use a Neo or an Oculus Rift. Uh, if you really Snap. want the experience, you want the Hive. The, that's the, the best one. You mean the Vive, not the Hive. Yeah. And I'll say this flat out: the only person who is getting my money this year is Nintendo. Really? You sold on the NX already? I will be sold on anything Nintendo puts out because of their fucking franchises are worth it. But why don't you wait until those actual franchise games are out? Because I kind of feel like they're going to be out when the thing comes out. <sighs> I'm just no, saying. We'll, we'll see how it goes, but currently I'm 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 probably going to pick out the next Nintendo console, yeah. Yeah. I, I well, would... like Princess played better on GameCube than they played on the Wii, man. Like, better controls and everything. Hey, history doesn't always repeat itself. All I'm saying is if all of the things coming out this year, that's the one thing that will get my money. If okay. I if I'm picking one of them this year, it's it's by far that one. What do we even know about the NX at this point? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. God, that that E3 Nintendo Direct's going to be wild. Oh man, uh, everybody's I, press I'm, conference is going to be wild. Yeah, I'm fucking oh, pumped. I'm so fucking pumped. The internet is going to explode <laughs> during E3. Like Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony all got shit to say. Question is, what are they gonna say? Yeah. Anyway, we need to move on. Yes. Yeah. Um, let's not dwell on this email too much, um, yeah. but it kind of relates to what we're talking about. This comes from Is Dean I Z D I N E. Is that? Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, yeah, he's on Twitter. Okay. Uh, hey, Z T G D Adam here. Uh, I know you guys are adamantly against the idea of new iterations of the current consoles. Uh, but pardon my French, you need to pull your heads out of your asses. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. snap. Uh, the 360 and PS3 generation was the longest console gen and was an anomaly. Uh, the 360 launched at the dawn of HD and was a giant leap for console gaming, both graphically and technically. The current gen systems were dropped in the middle of a rapidly growing advances in tech and were already years behind PC in similar yep. price ranges. Hmm. Uh, these consoles will not and cannot last as long. We'll be lucky to get five years out of them and already halfway through this generation. Some of you also made the argument that 4K is not widespread, uh, enough to warrant the purchase of a 4K-ready device. Well, I disagree. I just purchased a 50-inch 4K TV last week for 700 bucks, and two friends of mine also acquired 4K displays for 600 bucks. Unlike HD, 4K isn't dragging its feet and has already drastically fallen in prices. Just a year ago, you couldn't find one for under 1500 bucks. 
Uh, the prices are already affordable, so imagine how low they will get come Black Friday uh, and holiday shopping season this year. Uh, I'm a 1984 kid, and I know change is difficult for gaming dinosaurs such as us. Oh. Uh, but it is happening, whether we like it or not. How about we just rip this Band-Aid off? Thanks for the amazing show every week. Keep up the great work. I, I've never argued that 4K is not more readily available. The difference is, is I don't need a new TV. Yeah, I don't either. And I'm that, not. That's gonna... yeah. That's the thing is, it, it's it's weird because you remember a time where your TV would fuck up, and then you would take it somewhere to get it repaired. Yeah, you don't do that anymore. You, just buy you don't a new do it anymore. You just go and buy another one. Yeah. So when my TVs die and I have two of them, yeah, I will buy it, and it'll probably be 4K. And while the TVs are readily available, what else is? Name me ten TV stations that are running 4K broadcasts. Show me the, you know, 4K Blu-ray section. Okay, he, here's my thing. And this is, this is me being ignorant because I am ignorant. Because <laughs> you're from the <laughs> South, boy. Ignorant. Somebody, ignorant. Somebody, somebody, somebody fucking tell me exactly what exactly is 4K. It's, just I higher, it's higher resolution. Yeah. So is it 4,000p? Mm. Is that what it is? Mm, it's... <laughs> what does the 4K mean? It's referencing the pixel line. Um, I think it is four thousand. Four thousand P? Mm-hmm. Is that what we're calling? Is it the P's? Are we talking about P's? <laughs> the P's. Four thousand progressive. Third, is this actually three thousand eight hundred and forty P? Yeah, it's called UHD. It's a resolution of three thousand eight hundred and forty by twenty one sixty. Okay. Uh, uh, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be as catchy if they called. 3840p. They just called it 4K. 3840p. Fucking uh, dude. Like, listen to that compared to 1080p. It's like, hey, yeah. Well, we're just so used to 1080p. I know. Point, so I know. Synonymous. But we used it for everything. It was 480, 480i for dinosaurs mm-hmm. like us. Yeah. Uh, 480p, uh, 720p, 1080i, 1080p. <sighs> yeah, I remember the realization. I was playing because um, this is how dumb I was. Um, I was playing Mass Effect 1 on my Xbox, mm-hmm. and um, I was still using um, the uh, composite cables. Oh. And then my my buddy was like, dude, put in the component cables. You have those, right? And I was like, I guess I do. And I looked. I plugged that fucker in. Mass Effect looked fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. like, holy shit, the big difference. And I was like, why didn't I do this to begin with? Yeah. Why didn't I do this to begin with? You know, when I'm, it's there, that's fine. But I have gotten to the point, the age, and the income and time of where I'm not chasing the latest trend. Oh, I'm out. I definitely can't afford the, any television uh, right now. No way. No way. The, I can't. The problem either. with the 4K TV stuff that uh, Steam was talking about. And uh, well, first of all, I'll say that as you guys heard me talk about the issue, I actually agree with him, like mostly. But you know, his his example of the whole 4K distribution, yeah, it's gotten cheaper. But how many of those 4K, you know, are working at the her- kind of hertz that you would want to run like games at like 4K? Not too many. Uh, there's just because it's 4K doesn't mean it's like going to be running shit at 4K like flawlessly. That's not that's not how resolutions work. Well, that's uh, also your hertz that, stuff that change. Yeah, that also goes back to what we said about the PS4, the Neo. That mm-hmm. shit ain't going to run in 4K. Nothing on that system ever will run at 4K. It'll run not, not, not natively. Not no. natively. That's what I mean. It'll upscale 4K. 
Sure. But what's, the, what's the difference? I, I like that's another thing. I don't get this technology shit. Wait, wait. Okay, oh, so it's, it's upscaled instead of na- what the fuck okay. So let's say you have an image that's ten, that's nineteen twenty by ten eighty. Uh huh. You stretch it up to thirty eight forty by twenty one sixty. Right. As opposed to rendering it at thirty eight forty by twenty one sixty. But usually, when you blow shit up like that, it looks worse. But that's why uh, they use a scaler. Uh, yeah, the uh, the way the way filtering and stuff like that works for that high of a resolution, you don't get too much drop off in visual quality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, when you talk about images that are, you know, obviously the smaller the image and the bigger you blow it up, the worse it yeah. gets. But the way uh, the upscaling works for up to 4K is not that bad. But obviously, generally, you just want to go with the native. Uh, native native is fine. Yep. That's why back when the 360 was out, when they would upscale, sometimes mm-hmm. it would be better to just run your 360 at 720p. Yeah, because but, uh, that was that was the native resolution. It was never 1080p. I don't think there was more than you know a handful of games that ever ran on the PS3 or 360 at native 1080p. I think the only one I know of is Metal Gear Solid 4. Uh, uh, Wipeout also did. Wipeout did run. I think Super Stardust. Okay, uh, ran at 1080p. Uh, there there were a handful, but like they said, like the PS3 and the Xbox Xbox 360 weren't ready for 1080p native. No, no. Uh, for generally for most of the high fidelity games and that's that's kind of this trend right we've always been uh playing a couple of steps behind the, the pc market as far as what people want from technology but um yeah I, I i don't know i think i think we've already addressed this issue enough as far as what we think of it but Absolutely. i do believe that, that that a change is coming and um it's going to be interesting to see how it all pans out it whether just, we're ready for it or not it makes me sad that more people are excited about more peas than they are new games that's the part that makes me sad <laughs> anyway, let's do some tweets before we get out of here. Uh, Gambus Khan had a birthday this week, and Mighty Mookie sent him a birthday shout out. Well, happy birthday, Jason! Uh, Dirty wants to point out our coughing button. The coughing button. He says you should listen to the last couple podcasts. Every time you hit the mute, it's a loud popping noise. Uh, just letting you know, brother. I know. I hear we it when Drew does it. We we can't help it. It yeah. just happens. Yeah, it's I, I don't have any it's other way to me meet. sneezing because I just sneeze like crazy. Oh yeah, I I do it when I start coughing and I hit the button and like I try to time it so that it's happening when somebody's talking. Yeah. So, but it's it's very hard to do. I don't have any other way to do it. I tried to mute within Skype, but apparently my PC still picks up my voice. So that's where the giant cough came from. I just I just muted like ten times in a row. Did you guys hear anything? No. You must have a better mic than I do. Nice. Every time I hit, like, I have a button on my headset that's mute. I hear that. I hear it. Stop it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> it sounds like you're just tapping on it. Yeah, it sounds like you're hitting the microphone. But no, I have the button that I have, like, right next to my hand. And anytime I need a cough, I just press it. Yeah. But you can hear it. So I apologize. It's either that or I'm coughing into the mic every time. <laughs> the the lesser evil. Is yeah, it's kind of the lesser of the two evils. Like I'm not, I don't. It's not as bad anymore. I've I've had it a lot worse lately since my kids started school, and I've just had fucking just persistent sickness. It's annoying. Um, but he also says I think the Neo is welcomed and not cut market. What's the difference between that and a low end and high end gaming rigs? You get what you can afford. Some games just play different graphics qualities mainly. I think it's for those with 4K TVs and PlayStation VR. They get it, man. They get it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> goddamn dinosaurs. <laughs> you goddamn dinosaurs don't like your new systems. I don't know. We've we've exhausted this topic, and the truth of the matter is the market will support what the market will support. 
Yeah. Um, but I I do think that I I have to step back at this point and say I just can't do this all like I used to. I used to be on board with everything, mm-hmm. but it's just not going to happen this time. <laughs> I remember a time where you bought every single Xbox Live Arcade game that right? came out. Right, right. Fucking hell. Yeah, man. like I, <laughs> I continue to step back. Why did you do that? It was, it was one of those things. Like I started collecting them, and then I just kept going. Why, why would you have to buy them at last? Why don't you just wait for a sale or something? Because back then the Xbox didn't have sales. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Life Arcade has some terrific sales later. Well, later. Later, yeah. Not when like I was three doing years down the line. Yeah, not when I was doing this. Hey, that's when I bought my 360, and it was awesome. I'm just saying, I had a 360 at launch, and I kind of went nuts. Yeah. Anyway, uh, your car wants to know where's my PS4 slash Xbox Ridge Racer. I think that series may be dead, man. Yeah, I think it is, and it makes me sad. Uh, that I don't know. That series hasn't been good since like the PS2 days, right? I liked Ridge Racer days? Six on the okay. Xbox One, the launch game. Sorry, Xbox 360. I thought that one was all right. I didn't care much for Ridge Racer Six. Ridge Racer Seven felt redundant when it came out on PS3. Like it just didn't feel like it had much, and uh. I really didn't get into the PS Vita version as much as I thought I would. Uh, well, speaking of racing games, when's that PS4 Gran Turismo ever going to come out? <laughs> am I, the, am I, did, did I just like inadvertently make a meme joke or something? It's it's I, Gran I Turismo know. on a PlayStation console. Mm. They announced the- it just to let you know they were doing something. And the funny thing is, it's like that's not even the real game, right? Yeah, that's kind of like the... What was the are one? They, are they doing the prologue thing again? Yeah, the prologue thing. Yeah, because it's not Gran Turismo... Six or seven. Forza oh, put out a game every year in Gran Turismo in these like seven years. I don't know. Weird, man. Because it's poly. I can't remember. Polyphony it. Digital. Polyphony. You know the best game they ever made was? No. Omega Boost. Oh, God. Did they make that? <laughs> yes, they did. Don't start the Omega Boost thing again. That game was so good, though. Wait, wait was that the game with Gracial Fortress? No, no, no. That's, uh... God. That was, that was an 5. Xbox. Omega oh. Omega 5? Yeah. Omega something. Yeah, because that one is, is uh, Xbox Arcade, I think. Yeah. That was a, that was a twin stick. Wise from your wise from your glacial fortress. Wise from your glacial fortress. <laughs> That's racist, you guys. I can say it. You guys can't. Right. Oh my god, bells. Anyway, uh, he also wants to know what do you guys think of the new N4G layout? Um, it's growing on me. I've been in the beta for a while. Yeah, I like it. It's, yeah, it, it makes posting stuff a lot easier. It's clean. It's it simple. automatically grabs the the picture instead of me having to download it to yeah. the computer. Yeah, it's, it's, I kind of like it. I kind of I, I changed the bottom tab into list, and it's fine. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. yeah. I, I definitely prefer list. That's how I run my my like Windows folder structures. But yeah, I like I like it. Yeah, I do. It's, it's slick. Uh, I know those guys. Like I, I was chatting with uh, with Vigard over there uh, for the past couple weeks, and it has just been a nightmare. Like launching that thing, <laughs> I, I'm willing to bet. Yeah, yeah, like he's just been like I can just tell in his emails how stressed out he is. I'm like, God, it's got to feel so good to get that finally off your shoulders. Yeah, uh, I just got to deal with all the complaints and bug reports. Oh, of course, of course. But that's the that's the beauty of N4G. Like everybody thinks it's like this. That it's run by certain people, and I'm like, no, it's really kind of run by you. 
Like the that's, reputation it gets is from the users, not from. <laughs> that's that, that's yeah. true. Like I, for gamers, other, not gamers. More I, I know the guys that run that thing, and they are just straight up like love everything, nicest guys you'll ever meet. Yeah. But yeah, that site's got uh, it's it's gotten a little popular and, and a little nasty over the years. Oh yeah, that's. Yeah. I've been a member since 2006, I think. Back when the Xbox was running rampant over that thing. Yeah. People forget about that. Yeah, everybody's uh, yeah. like, God, it's a bunch of Sony fanboys over there. <sighs> no, originally it was a bunch of Xbox guys. It was a bunch guys. of Xbox guys, and ooh, they're not any better. No. Uh, yeah, it's. I've, I've come to the conclusion that the internet can't love anything without destroying it. Yep. It's just the way it works. That's that's the way it's, it's, it's very destructive. All yeah. right. Uh, he also says, can you guys review score each other out of ten? Also, review score myself, I believe is I deserve a nine, just because I bring the sex. Who is this guy? Yorkara. Uh, Yorkara. He's the one I that... Can't, I can't review you without, you, without playing you, bro. So well, well, what would you give Drew? Mmm, Drew. Uh, that's, a, that's a tough one. I did beat Dark Souls. He did beat he Dark did, Souls. He did beat Dark Souls. I mean, that's so worth a point five least, right there. At least, at least one, to that, one to that score. <laughs> I'll give Drew an eight point five. Out of Ooh, 10. he's an editor's Editor. choice. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> editor's choice right here. Yeah. And then I killed the dragon. Then I killed the dragon. Eight point oh. Yeah, uh, He does say, "Please deduct two points from John because he's British." Oh snap! But wait, he likes movies as much as I do. Maybe he gets two extra points. <laughs> so he's back to two. So he's back to two. Well, John's uh, I, not here. Everyone that's not here today is getting a, a two out of ten. Oh snap! Yep. Sorry if you're if you're if you if you're no show up, that means you don't play. I, I give you. I, I'll I'll one up you. I'll give you a three and a half. Oh three wow! Half. You're you're generous. Uh, generous. It's, you know, I'm the optimist of the site. You know, I like everything. Nice. <laughs> I give you six point five. Ken would would bang again. Only six and a half. I hurt, my feelings are hurt. You're decent. I'm decent. You know? you're, cl- you're close to good. But you're just, just wait for a discount is all I would say. Right? I think I, I yeah. think the dinosaur in me. You know what, Drew? I'm going to give you the Internet's seven because that just don't matter. Seven, seven's horrible. Seven, so. seven is just that number that you give when you're like, I don't want to deal with this. Yeah. It's a seven. It's a seven out of meh. Yeah. I... <laughs> The I things so I would like have that. to say about like review scores in general would take up an entire podcast. So you're I'm not you're telling me like yeah. I, they're so ancient. We keep them for several reasons, but yeah, yeah it's, it's like oh wait that that got a that got a seven out of ten, but that's good. But that's actually bad in this website, and yeah. if, if it get if it gets what's a, what's a what's a three star out of five, so that's actually decent, but that's technically actually six out of ten. Which is bad, and uh, if we can all agree to one goddamn system, if we could be just to be metric, the world <laughs> over. I think what bothers these scores will work. I think what work. bothers me is the most is when like I don't care that everybody has a different system because the sites you go to, you know their system. What bothers me is when the text doesn't match the score. Yeah, and I've had people tell me in some of my reviews like, "Hey." This text doesn't match the score. And I take that to heart because I'm like, when I write my review, I'm trying to tell you, hey, this game's decent or this game's good or this game's mediocre. I want to tell you that because that's the score I gave it. Do you, do you guys know the score you're going to give until you write the review? Eh, it depends. I don't. Sometimes I, don't. Yeah, sometimes I, don't. I get it like 
while I'm playing it, sometimes I don't get it until I'm writing it. It just varies. It's like, I, I write the review, I read my own crap over, I think about it for like a couple minutes, and then I do the score. That's I, how I, I do it. Yeah, I, I have to think about it pretty hard, because to me, like I think people really take the idea of scoring things very lightly. Uh, they think like, oh, it's just a number, who cares? And I feel that way too, to some degree. But when you're talking about like very small games, especially like indie games and stuff like that, it's not going to get too many reviews on like Metacritic. Your score actually weighs pretty heavily on that guy and on that work that they've made. So when you take your job lightly in that regard, I I don't think you do the industry or yourself justice. No, so absolutely. I, I take it very seriously. I, I, when it, when I come up with my score, I put it in, but I never finalize it until I've read it, proofed it, and edited it. Right, and then I sit back and I go, "Is that what I said? Is that what I feel?" I've changed scores regularly after I've sent reviews to Drew and Dave to 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 proof. Yeah, which is why I don't put my scores in my reviews when I send them to you guys. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm the same way. I've I've totally emailed you before and told you to change it. <laughs> Should have told me to change. Uh, if you don't before. mind me asking, what uh, what what game and what score do you remember? God, it was. It wasn't Street Fighter, was it? No, no, it wasn't Street Fighter. God, well, uh, there was one. I think I want to say it was a fighting game, but I may be wrong. I don't remember. I just remember you coming back and changing it, and and that's fine as long as it's not published. It's not a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Um, the only one I remember that we had an issue with was um, Funk of Titans. Funk of Titans. Oh yeah, my god, that was a fiasco was because Drew was under the impression that the game was like what, like four ninety nine or something like that. Um, because I thought that's what they told us, and it turns out it was like double or almost triple that price. Oh wow! When it launched, and, and like we didn't know that, and he had based his review on the fact that hey, this is five bucks, which is an easy impulse buy. It yeah. is. You know, five bucks is five bucks, but when you're looking at like twelve or thirteen dollars, that makes a big difference. Yeah. And, like, that needed to be reflected in the review, so we had to put a note on the review, like, when he reviewed this, he was under the impression that it was $5 or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, that, yeah. Was, a, that was a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there was that one time where the, the, the developers came on Twitter <laughs> and asked me to change my – or they had asked me to change my score. They were, I, they were joking around, but I was like, are these fuckers serious? Oh, yeah. What was the name of that fucking game? It was a racing game. Oh, God. It was broken. <laughs> uh, I had the, I had an issue with the, one of the the developers too. I think I had maybe two times. I think I was doing like zero suit something. Yeah, zero suit. They they were not happy about that, and I'm like, you know what? I, I gave it like a six point five, which isn't terrible. Yeah, on our scale, and um, it just didn't gel with me. And like the points that they were bringing up was like, did you guys read the things that I was saying about the game? It's like. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what you expected. It's so weird that like people assume that it's the big companies that get upset. No, it's really not. They don't care. They don't care. Like, like, okay. Say for example, here's here's a specific example for me. Uh, the last Skylanders game. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not hot on it. Uh, I was actually kind of disappointed in it, and that reflected in my review. Like, here's all the issues I have. Activision reached out to me personally and asked me what would have made it better instead of, like, arguing with my review. Yeah, that's cool. And I thought that was huge. I'm like, that is that is awesome. So, it's it's funny. The big guys don't have a big problem. 
Oh, there's a piece of news we missed I'm going to throw in here real quick because it makes me yeah. sad, cry. Uh, Horizon was delayed until 2017. Ah, uh, fuck. Yeah. I really wanted to play that. Yeah, well, yeah. it's coming for the PS4 Neo, Drew, so your PS4 version is going to run like uh-huh. dog shit. Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't have a PC release, does it? No, it's uh, Sony First Party, which is never PC releases. All right, let's go. Let's keep going. We got a few more tweets to get through. Uh, Mark says, finish Twilight Princess HD. Best dungeons in a Zelda game. What are your favorite dungeons? The Fuck. Water Temple in Ocarina Oh, here we go. Here we go. That's the only one you can remember, isn't it? No, no, no. I remember the other ones. I remember um, the one in... Um, was it the Shadow Temple? Yeah. Is, it, is that in Ocarina Time? Ocarina. God, it's been so long since I finished Ocarina. You're asking. I, I can't remember about. if it was called the Shadow Temple. It wasn't the Desert Temple, but it was the one in, in the valley. Gerudo Valley. Again. I don't I don't remember dungeons. I just remember games. Yeah. I, I, I love the dungeons in Twilight. He's right. The, those they're, are some of the best. Yeah. Um, I also have a lot of fond memories of Link to the Past dungeons. And the uh, new one, too. The 3DS one has some really fantastic yes, dungeons, too. Yes, even though I hate the final boss of the Saiyan Temple, that temple is great. I'll tell you a game that a lot of people don't talk about was I really enjoyed uh, some of the mechanics in Oracle of Seasons. You know those games are made by Capcom? I, I have those games, but I haven't played them, but I heard they're good. They're on, the, I, they're yeah. on the Wii U now. And I enjoyed uh, Minish Cap. Some of those were really cool. You know what game nobody ever talks about? What's that? Fucking Spirit Tracks. Never played it. <sighs> Looks like Wind Waker, but your traversal is a train. My my thing is is you had to use the stylus to move Link and shit like that in that game. In Minish or um on the three DS ones. On the on that, the DS ones. That doesn't sound right. No, not that I, I remember. I I pretty sure you had to use a stylus to move Link around and shit like that in one of those games. Did they I think pl- you move Zelda around and she's like trapped in the armor or something. Maybe that's what you're thinking Did about. Did they port Wand of Gamelian? I'm... Uh, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm that's that's I'm the excuse sure. me, princess. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Phantom Hourglass, you had to control Link with the stylus. God, there's been okay. so many Zelda games that are forgotten in time. Yeah. I mean, uh, the Link's Awakening is a fantastic game. Alright. Mookie says, I'm a late bloomer. After unlocking the grappling hook in Dying Light last night, I realized that game is more awesome. Yeah. Takes a while to get that thing, though. It does. It's about halfway through the game. Yeah. But then you unlock the second area, and you're like, holy shit. And you're like, thank God I got that grappling hook, because it's kind of hard to just run over rooftops in this second area. Yeah, and like the second area of that game is like twice as big as the first. It's the, fucking crazy. The interesting thing about Dying Light's grappling hook is that you get that so late that it's almost equivalent to like a JRPG airship. It, so that's to the point where it's super nice to have, but it makes traversal inconsequential. So it like removes a part of the game, but makes it better in some ways. So it's like weird. It's like, does that mean that part of the game was bad? Because that's like, that's the focus of the game, the traversal and the parkour. Yeah. It's like, I don't... It's just a weird feeling when I got the grappling hook. I don't know. I think I think the tall buildings are a big part of that in the yeah. second area. Uh, he also says, try playing Hoonicam. Uh, be, <laughs> be careful Googling it. You might see some naughty stuffs. Is it Hoonicam or Honeycam? I don't know. Honey Pop, Hoonipop, Honeycam, Hoonicam. 
In, I, I, I know I of that game, but I haven't played it. Yeah, for, like well, oh, this I one's see. different, right? This one's like the voyeur, like taking pictures of them, kind of thing, like DOA kind of thing. Oh God! Yeah, it's uh, the artwork's not even good, though. Why would you want to play a game like that where the artwork's not? Even well, good? just go import DOAX, man. Have you seen the butt physics? Yeah, this 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 physics. Yeah, yeah, now they now they don't just jiggle on top; they jiggle on the bottom. They're alive. It's, it's, it's very important. It's a it's a monumental leap in scientific advancement. Dude, yeah. don't whatever you do, do not go into a screenshot thread of that game. Don't do it. Just I'm Just, guessing it's perfectly safe for work, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Load it up right in front of your customers. Yeah, I, I, figure, I, I figure just put it on the projection, you know? Yeah, yeah, positive. put it in a PowerPoint spreadsheet. Yeah, yeah that's good. God damn, that game is something else. Do you have that game? Uh, we might be covering it soon. Uh, and I think I'm going to bring Drew in for that. <laughs> uh, you guys you guys enjoy yourselves. I, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know we were getting that. Uh, it's, it might be happening. You know that people want to see us. Because, you know, people want to see us do uh, the booby game. Sungur and Kangura. Yeah, like, I keep getting people asking me when we're going to do that. So I want to see that. I, I mean, promise when I get back from Vegas, we will do that. That's fine by me. Because yeah. I, I, I want to see what you actually enjoy. You know? I love the combat. It's you good. love that game. I want <laughs> to see it. <laughs> no, yeah. that, no, that's not for me. Sure. Yeah. So that's the guy who likes stand on concrete. You know, I, I'd never heard of that game before the PS4 version, and now I'm like, damn, I like this game. Maybe I wish you it would wasn't like so, High School of the Dead. I wish it wasn't so <laughs> uncomfortable. Just gather the family together on you know family family <laughs> night and just play it together. Just take turns. You know? Yes, let's the pass. Kids the kids pass, will love it. That yeah. pass the remote around. It's good. It's they say. Tetris and Mario Brothers are the universal games to play, but no, I say Samurai Kagura. Yeah, you know, Estival versus it's so wholesome. Summer yeah. edition, summer booby edition. You eat panties in that game. That's I'm just gonna move on. What the fuck? Uh, HD eight very bit. nutritious. Yeah, HD eight bits. <laughs> the big PSN sale going on right now. I just got three PS4 games: Max Payne One, Bully, and Shadow Warrior for under twenty bucks. Score. Yeah, if you didn't buy those PS2 games. Which this will be no good by the time the show goes up, I believe. Yeah. Um, but Max Payne, Bully, uh, Rise of the Kasai, Rogue Galaxy, are all five ninety nine. The the PS four the PS four ones. I need yeah. to go ahead and get that Rogue Galaxy then. Yeah, I yeah, bought. I, I bought um, Rise of the Kasai and uh, Manhunt's already also on there, and Max Payne. Well, I already got them on the PS two backwards compatible things. I I played Max Payne. That game's not aged well. Well, it really hasn't. Great. Yeah, but Max no. Payne Three's pretty good. Rise. Of, oh, Max Payne Three is an underrated fucking gem. That game is so good. Um, but Rise of the Kasai, like I love those two games. That and uh, Mark of Cree. Those games kind of were overlooked when they came out, though. Yeah. Well, I think a big part of it is the stupid contextual combat. I was. I would rather it just have been a regular combat. Yeah, looking back at Marker Cree, I was like, I'm pretty fond of this game, but I don't want to play it again. Yeah, it's <laughs> the, Kasai is a little better. It, it's a little easier to play, but yeah, I don't like the contextual combat, but I really didn't. You know what game I want them to do on PS2 backwards compatible PS4 games? It's mm. Primal. 
Primal. Primal. The game Sounds familiar. with the girl and the little gargoyle. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking about. I like that game. Anyway, moving on. Sean says, getting a feeling we're going to be getting really excited by Nintendo at E3 or badly disappointed if they put out a gimmick controller. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, N- Nintendo has always been like, if if I had to put money down, I'll say, yeah, they'll they'll do something super gimmicky. That's, that's, that's Nintendo. Nintendo always does something unique and original, but it doesn't always hit. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not sure about... Original. Well, I mean, they're, but, they're always trying something. Yeah, different. They, they're trying shit. Yeah, yeah. I can, you, know, you got to give them respect for that at least. Yeah. Uh, Rubber Band Man says, "I just wrote you guys the Souls guy email last week. DS3 will definitely be my game, be a game of the year contender for me. I think it'll be on a lot of people's list this year. It's on mine as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dusk says, Sakaguchi 2016 make Final Fantasy great again. That's pretty funny." <laughs> All right, this next tweet makes me sad. Uh, oh, purple, purple rain. It's, it's sad that he died. Yeah, as he was. I mean, the two biggest pop icons, and you know, Prince is more of a rock icon to me because the man could shred a guitar better than almost anybody I've ever seen in my that life. That dude apparently could play like ten instruments. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Um, but him yes. and him and Michael Jackson being gone is just crazy to me. Like, that's the stuff I grew up in, you know... I grew up in the 80s, man. <laughs> At least we still have Justin Bieber, so that's good. I'm gonna I'm gonna stab you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, this next one. Answer as fast as possible. Final Fantasy V or Final Fantasy VIII? Oh, man, I don't even remember five, so I guess eight. I'd, I'll say five. Yeah, I'd go with five. Mega Man 4 or 8? Four. Four. Eight. I loved eight. Here's here, this, this next is going to be the hardest one for you. Creed or Nickelback? Ooh, I played the fifth. <laughs> Creed. I would say Creed, I yeah. spent too much time having fun with Creed. Can you take me higher? Is Creed a Christian rock band yes. or not? Yes. yes, they were. Uh, and then the last one, <laughs> arms wide open, or look at this photograph. And please, arms wide open. Arms wide open. With yeah. arms wide open. Everything had extra vowels. Which one was the one that was in... Um, that movie, The Skulls. I don't remember. Paul Walker. I don't and uh, Joshua Jackson. I, sorry. I don't... The only thing I know Joshua Jackson for is Fringe. What about the Mighty Ducks? No. He played Charlie? No. The main character? I, I think <laughs> I saw that movie one time and it didn't resonate with me because... Really? I don't know, Estevez. You're not a true '90s kid. The only no, I'm not a true '90s kid. Drew, I was a fucking teenager. Yeah, I'm a true '90s kid. So the, I, the I, Estevez, I'm Estevez for me is Minute Work. That's that's the greatest. I mean, Minute Work is classic. Yeah, and, I mean, and I, young, like, guns. I know, I, young Guns. I know the classics, but you know, I, I, I like them in the Mighty Ducks as well. The Disney I don't think movies. I've seen Minute Work. Minute so. Work is Charlie Sheen, Milo Estevez. It's fantastic. It's and, where the uh, golf club. David. Golf clap came from. Yeah, that's where golf clap came from. Golf clap? Golf clap. Gotta love it. Uh, last tweet. All this talk about Taco Bell. You need to make a trip to the Midwest and get some Taco Johns. 
Taco John's. I've never heard of that. I thought I kind of lived in the Midwest. I guess I'm a little short of that. Taco John's, is it a chain or something? Uh, let's, let's take a trip to the internet, shall we? I'm hungry <laughs> enough that I need to look at this picture now. Okay, Taco John's. It's just got a big TJ logo. Um, come on, let's find location. Location, location, location. There's, there's one in New York. That's not very Midwest. Okay, browse by state. Um, they're about wow. Well, Arizona, Arkansas, Colorado, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa. I feel like I'm singing the the fucking Johnny Cash <laughs> song. Uh, <laughs> there's one in Ohio. Okay, we're at um, Athens. Athens. There's an Athens, Ohio, huh? Yeah, there's always been an Athens, Ohio. <laughs> there's there's an Athens, Georgia, which is kind of where I live. Okay, let me tell you how far... Uh, I was going to tell you how far this is from me, but I can't click on like... A, okay, here we go. Get directions. I'll tell you how far it would be for me to travel to this. Um, directions. From home. Two hours and 31 minutes. 146 miles. It's an hour and 22 minutes for me. So I love tacos, but I don't love tacos that much. I don't either. The most I was willing to do was a 45-minute drive to find a Rax, which apparently there's one about 45 minutes from my house. Mm-hmm. But two hours, 31 minutes? No, that's too far for tacos. Yeah, Especially uh, when I have a Taco Bell five minutes from my house. Uh, I, I've driven an hour and ten minutes to go to Philly for a Philly cheesesteak out of the blue with some friends of mine, but that was the longest I had gone for food, just for the sake of food. Yeah, but that's that's like iconic, though. Like it going is, to Philly, it it's like going to Chicago for a deep dish. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you you would drive to to Philly to get a cheesesteak. Still, it's still, it's still pretty far to go for a cheesesteak. See, I'm, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. I feel like while I'm out there this week, I need to just just hunker down and make my trip to the In and Out because I didn't get to go last year. I think I just need to do it. You haven't been ever? No, no. I went when I was in San Francisco. Oh, okay. But last time I went to Vegas, I knew where there was one, and I just never made it there. Uh, West Coast people are going to crucify, crucify for me. With this, but I don't think in and is that great. It's good. It's not great. It's not, it's, it's not like amazing. It's not no, great. no, no. no. I've never said it's amazing, but it's kind of like one of those things you don't get unless you're out yeah, there. Yeah, it's, it is iconic to West Coast, though. Exactly. And, you know, just like you got to go to Del Taco. <laughs> we used to have a Del Taco here. It's gone now. I'm pretty sure they should all be gone, but we finally got um, uh, Jack in the Box here, which was weird. Yeah, we don't have those either. Yeah, we've we'd never had them, and then they just built one. Apparently, like I've never been to one, but apparently there's a Red Robin close to Atlanta oh, now. You should go. Are they that good? They're they're real good. They specialize in burgers, and they have bottomless fries. Okay. Get that Tower of Onion Rings. Yeah, the Tower of Onion Rings. Like, they have the burger that has, like, the mozzarella sticks on it. Like, they, they do crazy burgers. Right. Yeah, they're really good. Like, good. I, I really like Red Robin. They got some crazy burgers at this place. It's just a local joint. There's two of them in Atlanta called the Vortex. Um, And I'm talking, like, some really crazy fucking burgers. Guys, I, I haven't eaten anything today. Come on. <laughs> well, the Come show's on, over, so you can go eat something now. Okay. So, okay. Let's, let's uh, but that's yeah, that's it. If you want to tweet at us, it's at M4G Podcast. Um, 
You can also send us emails to podcasts at ztgd.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Jay is at Bottersite Jay, and Drew is at DML Fury. You can yep. follow me and the site at ZTGD. Uh, and also check out Phoenix Down, which I don't think you're going to be back this week because I don't think I can put the show up. Wonderful. <laughs> but, yeah, we, we are recording this week. So if you would like to get an email in, let us know, and um, I'll, uh, we're going to record it on Thursday. I might I might be able to. It's it's Kingdoms of Amalur. Um, I might be able to do it Friday if I don't sleep all day. Okay. It just depends on how long I sleep. That's you fine. Sleep, After you get back from oh, Red I'm, Eye. I'm on. not trying to wake up. I'm going to oh, sleep okay. until okay. I wake up. So, yeah. But if I do wake up at a decent hour, I can at least get the show put up. Yeah, you can do it that way. If not, there is a new episode of Thunder in a Paradise. It's out now. Yeah, it's weird seeing a big-ass picture of you on, on the front page of the site. <laughs> well, I got, I got another picture of us at the wedding. So, Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, you can use that one for the next one. Oh, great! That's I mean, is that's, it, that's is it themed? Up. Is it themed for the the next show? No, no, there is no wedding in our dungeon. In, a, in your D and D game, Aww. there's no weddings. There's, it would have been perfect if there was. Though. Yeah, that now, our our next D and D game is going to be really good though. He's, Got a lot of stuff planned for him. He's building it up. Yep. But anyway, that's it. Uh, we're going to get here. This is a special because we're not doing anything for the site this week. The show's almost three hours, so make it last. Yep. Because I'm out of town, and I probably won't be able to post many things this week. you got to see to all those hookers in Vegas. But hopefully I'm not tweeting at 5 o'clock in the morning that I'm still drunk. Jesus. I'm really going to just go back to my hotel room this time. That, that's we'll my see. plan. Your, your, your plans will... Fail you in Vegas, my friend. That's how it goes. <laughs> as, as long as I stay in the hotel, I'll be fine. <laughs> Room service, but yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, you know. Anyway, uh, but that's it. Uh, tune in uh, next week. We'll be back next week with uh, Mo Video Games. Bye!